You guys all have dicks, but it's not like our dick. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's going to be the soundbite, isn't it? Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Folan. And I'm Jay Baxter. And we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are sprinting off the school bus into the mailbox, ripping past Dad's lame-ass popular mechanics mag issue to claim what is rightfully ours, Sega Visions issue one in this episode. Link to the issue is in the show notes, as it always is. Uh, we are, just let it be known, we are doing a new recording process for this episode, so if you're even listening to it, it's a little bit of a minor miracle. Uh, that means we succeeded in recording it properly, semi-properly anyways. But if it's a little fucked up, or a little shitty, or a little worse, which it shouldn't be, the whole goal of this is for it to not be worse, sound quality-wise. But if it is, sorry, and we'll do better next time. Uh, either way, please rate and review the podcast. <laughs> if you post it, we'll read it here. Give us validation and self-worth, as we always start with. What are we jamming on now? Jay, what are you jamming on now? Besides Forza, including Forza. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of, yeah. So, Forza Horizon 5 just released. Um, first of all, let me say, I had low expectations. Like, internally, clearly, you know, it was, it was a big deal. Forza 4 is, like, a huge deal. You know, very strong racing game. I've never heard this word in my but... life till you, till, you texted it, till you texted it to us. Just so you know. Forza <laughs> well, is a word I've literally never heard in my life. Well, it's funny because, like, I I loved racing games growing up, you know? Like, we've talked about the games that we love over and over that are racing, you know, quality games. RC Pro-Am, freaking, obviously, Ivan, Ivan's, <laughs> the best of the best, you know, Top Gear 3000, which I've talked about over and over. So, but I just haven't got, like, I love playing racing games even with the kids. You know, there's games that we played that we found in Game Pass and, you know, boat racing games. But I just have never really gotten into the Forza series, and it you know, wasn't a big deal to me. But because I knew it was like such a big deal, this new installment, I tried it out. And it is like actually taking the time to get into it, man. It is absolutely amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Like, from, first of all, from a graphic standpoint, yeah, it looks freaking realistic. You're in Mexico, and it goes without saying, most realistic racing game I've ever seen. Period. Second, it's like an open world experience. So you're like an art, it's like an open world RPG with your car. Like, so you're in Mexico, you can go where you want. And like, there's different, when you get to different places, like there's challenges you can complete. There's like freaking ramps where like, you just have to take air and just fly your car as far as possible. And like you do different, you get different stars for doing so. And so there's different places, obviously, where you pull up and it's like a race. And so, like, it's it's an amazing use of the open world, you know, current generation experience of things with a beautiful racing, you know, game. And it's fun, too, because you can do it by yourself, obviously. But then every time there's a race or something like that, you can do it with friends. Like, you can do it with co-op. You can do it, you know, online with other people. And so if you have people, a bunch of friends who are in the racing, 
you can jump in a race together like you would do, you know, if you were racing at home with your brothers or your, or your sisters, whoever. And the fact that you can do that alone or solo, it's it's just really well done, man. And I am super impressed. And yeah, I, I can't say enough about it. Like for somebody who wasn't looking forward to it and like I messed around with Forza 4 before, like just a little bit, but not enough to really understand it. But like you can upgrade upgrade your cars, you can get like a ton of different cars, which obviously have their pluses and minuses. Like clearly, you want like your off road vehicle for this off road challenge, and not your freaking Ferrari. You know what I mean? And I've done that in the game and witnessed the the consequences of that. It's very fun to do that. You know what I mean? And so it's it's just really well done. So I I recommend it. Like for anybody with Game Pass, you got an Xbox, like just freaking check it out. Like if you actually get into it a little bit, I mean, it, you got the whole aspect of it where you can create your avatar and upgrade your avatar and do that like if you're into all that you know design your actual physical person and then you have the cars do you as well. get out of the Was car it... and interact with the world as a human being too or are you always in the car there's actually cinematics where you do get out and like interact with the world and like there's like a storyline when you're in the first player th- like in your in your campaign mode um, which is kind of the game. So yeah, there's definitely moments when you get out, like when you want to race. Obviously, you're on stage, you get out and wave into the crowd and things like that. So it's yeah, it's it's just it's it's things like that which make it so much bigger of a racing game than I you know expected it to be. So it's it's amazing. Can't say enough. Word word. What the fuck does Forza mean? <laughs> I have no freaking idea, man. I've never asked. I've, I have. I don't know. I don't know. To okay. me, that's like asking, like, what does Halo mean? Like, well, I guess you find out in the game. But in this, <laughs> yeah, I, I got no idea. To me, that's like asking what's Formula One. I was like, I have freaking no idea. Is it Formula? I, well, Formula One is the dumbass thing that they came up with. It has something to do with, I'm sure, the science of fucking racing. Halo's Halo's a Halo's a much better rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Word. of Halo, um, a, a couple other Halo games, naturally. Surprisingly, Halo Wars 2. Have you ever heard of this game? All the Halo uh, installments uh, mean the same thing to me. Like, the, I, I can't, like, I've never really played, I don't, I may, I may never have played it all, little, I shouldn't even say really, I don't think I've ever even bothered to play whatsoever, so, differentiating okay. between the, I don't know, what are there, fucking 50 installments of it now? <laughs> well, I, th- I think that's the thing, because, you know, we were kind of, obviously, going through the same phase, and, like, playing less video games at the time, and so we kind of missed all that. It, if it wasn't for Jesse having an Xbox, and so when we would go home for Thanksgiving breaks and Christmas breaks from school... And play it like if it wasn't for that playing for Halo with him, I probably wouldn't have as much familiarity with it either. But because of that, like I've always had, like yeah, Halo is pretty great. But yeah, man, this so for those reasons, like I had never played this game, never cared about it, like it was, wasn't on my radar. But Halo Wars too. So Zion, because obviously I work in gaming, and obviously we're into gaming clearly, so she is in the gaming as well. And there's comic books from halo and she found some type of comic book that was referencing halo wars and was talking about it she was like hey dad we gotta try it out so apparently this is like only previous gen you know xbox one generation game halo wars 2 so i downloaded it on game pass it's really fun it's kind of like a a real-time strategy game in the same vein of age of empires only in space you know space co-op and a little more i just listened to a a whole uh what the hell is it three 
Three Moves. It's a, or it's a strategy podcast, uh, strategy gaming podcast, Three Moves Ahead, I think maybe it's called. And they uh, did a whole episode on Age of Empires that I listened to just last night, uh, the new one for. Yeah. And it was mildly interesting. I, I, it, I kind of peaked by it. Sorry to interrupt, but I just I the whole time I was listening to it, I was thinking I was like, am I gonna be able to say I want to play it now to Jay tomorrow or not? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, man. Age age is amazing. I, I have not played the new one since it came out yet. I played betas and all that, like up until the launch. You were fucking like all fired up about it. You didn't fucking play Dude, when it came there's out. There's so many other there's so many games. <laughs> there's only so much time in my life. Like <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That is literally the only reason, though, honestly, because, like, Zion's into it now, so I want to, but, like, yeah, we're playing this, and I was like, that was what we were thinking the whole time. I was like, wow, this is kind of a little less building and a little more action, but, like, very a la Space Age of Empire. So it was actually pretty fun, a little, little hidden gem, you know, we hadn't play, didn't play it a whole lot, but so far, so good. Word. Excuse me. And then... uh Naturally, the one and only Halo Infinite multiplayer since that bad boy was released. Oh my gosh, so good! I'm all done, all done with Halo Five Guardians. That was a great game for my PvP time suck aspirations, but it's all done now that Halo Infinite is out. Like that, I mean, that's what I'm playing. Like it's a much better game, just visually stunning. The modes, what, big is, what is the modes are so much time interval fun. between releases on Halos? I feel like. Like that uh, cheap ass gamers podcast I listen to, they those guys the the one guy likes Halo a lot and he, mm-hmm. so he talks about it all the time and he he's like always I don't know I just I, it's so impossible to follow because again it sounds like there's so many fucking installments of it and I'm like what is the what is the release frequency well there's those? well there's only five like main games and Halo Infinite will be the sixth like campaign game you know and then you have, I mean Xbox was has only been around like. We just had the Xbox 20th anniversary, so you know what I mean. Over that span, and we launched with Halo, so over that span, you know, <laughs> there's been a total of six installments. With Halo Infinite's campaign actually launching next month, like in a couple weeks, so pretty, you know, it's been spaced out. But in that, obviously, there are still your. I just obviously talked about Halo Wars two. There's Halo Wars, and you know, I think there's maybe been a couple other, you know, side Off, Halo things. Offshoot things, yeah. Yeah, but word. Yeah, but the PvP is great so far. Like it's it's a blast, man. Like some of the modes are just so much more fun and just so so much more big team involvement. It's if I could like get hooked up with like a, a guild of, of people that ran regularly, that would probably be like just the ultimate time suck for me. I'm I want to take a nap just listening to you talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, you got to get competitive, man. You got I got to get my competitive juices out some way. Like if if I'm not like on a basketball court or like in some type of competition, this is I got to get my competition fix. You know that or ESO battle battlegrounds. You know I've been ESO in a bit. I'm old and 40. I'm going to die soon. I don't need to compete anymore. It's over. I ran, the, I, ran the, I ran the race. I'm just waiting on the fucking retirement ceremony. No, it's done. Uh, maybe I get maybe I get that out during Bill's games. Maybe that's where that goes. Maybe I, maybe so. I do. Right. I do uh, um, have. I'm sure they I, you know, I, don't, I don't have any medical diagnosis of this or, or any real medical expertise to, to really say for sure. But. There, I, I'm guessing lots of testosterone fucking 
whatever I have left as far as that goes fucking is at max volume on, <laughs> during, during Bill's games, <laughs> like especially in, like, in live attendance of them in, in the like space of a million other fans of the other team. I'm sure I'm whatever, whatever that science bio, biological thing that, that men feel the need to have. That's probably where it goes. <laughs> I guess, man, I've always been a competitive dude. Like every, every game, it can be family board games. It can be freaking cornhole. In the yeah, I, I am too, but like, I, I gotta know. have it, something to compete in. You know? It does not manifest in, a, in something that exhausts that I need to like exhaust myself yeah. playing video games against other human beings. Like it does, it, it, thankfully, and from, from my opinion or my perspective anyways, it does not manifest yeah. itself that way. <laughs> I think that's also why I've talked about, you know, we've talked about esports and like how I've been interested in that. It's, you know, it's like, it's <laughs> as I also get as like older and not able to run up and down the court and, <laughs> and swap people's sh- stuff like I used to be able to, like, I even more so want to compete in video games or something where I, I still still feel like I have some type of advantage, you know. Like, did I tell you that story when I went and just played recently again? Basically, the first time yeah. I've really went down to those courts since that whole ridiculous thing where I hurt my knee on the very first shot. <laughs> yeah. During COVID, did I, did I tell you that story of yeah, playing recently? <laughs> where the the dude tried to get me to play, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm too old for that shit." <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm just gonna shoot around. He was uh, like, okay. Like he like totally <laughs> like there was no, you know, it was it was amazing to me how like there was no contest at all. He was like, okay, I understand that. That makes sense to me. Like I don't know if that means like yes, you look like it, or <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Because later when we were shooting around, he made he asked me if I played, if I used to play, like I don't know, fucking college ball or something. You know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, no, on courts like this, but. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was just like super accepting, or <laughs> if I looked like it initially. I don't know. I'm curious to know psychology behind the question. But anyway, uh, definitely too old for that is what I'm getting at there. <laughs> oh, Josh, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. I uh, I play with even on ESO like competitively. I've played with some dudes who are older than us who still you know same thing. They're like, oh yeah, just fuck that guy. You know, like, oh, video games, sure, get nah, for sure, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, on the courts, uh, I don't know. It's I would like to be. I, I the courts around the corner from us. I have toyed with the idea, like I'm, I'm going to go out there, see how it goes. You know, yeah. <laughs> I need to like get up early. Exactly. Yeah, like wins I first. <laughs> what? Uh, well, I guess that's you get loose, but uh, I have like, you know, I, I, I want it's something I want to do as just part of fucking something to move around because I'm not, I don't fucking do any cardio at all. So just something to fucking move around and, and, you know, basketball is of course enjoyable. So yeah, the goal is like, I'm going to, I want to like start some routine where I get up early and go down there and I don't have to necessarily engage with anyone if, and if so minimal number of human beings just to avoid that whole, even the, you know, cause even like, I do it enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna convince myself. Like, yeah, I can fucking I can fucking play, and then I'm gonna I'm absolutely positive I'm gonna get hurt. So <laughs> right. you know, like that's how uh, I just want to like I got. Yeah, this. I don't even <laughs> want to expose myself to the potential of convincing myself to forego the risk. You know what I mean? Uh, or to take on the risk rather. So that's uh, how it yeah, goes. Something that's I, how it goes. It goes from I don't know if I should do this to watch me dunk injury <laughs> twelve right, yeah. minutes. Like yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, but do my fucking that's. I am absolutely at the age where like shit just hurts, like knees, shit like that. I don't do anything. Things are just like painful for a few days for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> like, and I'm, you know, it's not like I'm fucking not 
like I'm some, I stay in shape. Like I've, you know, I work out five days a week, but that's not impact stuff. That's a completely different ball game yeah. than anything where you're actually bumping into other human beings. So <laughs> goes without saying. Uh, okay. So, so Halo. Yeah, yeah those are it. I mean, it's been, a, Halo? it's been like, did we go a month? I think we went a month since the last episode. Yeah, it's been a while. Close, man. close to I, at least three weeks. I've, you know, toyed with things, you know, a little, like I said, more ESO. They've had a, dropped a new update there. So it's actually been kind of fun getting into that just because they they changed it. ESO used to be so much more like if you got to be either Magicka or Stamina to do damage. Like it was very separate. Like if you want to do Stamina, you had this stuff. Magicka was this stuff. Like everything was separate. Gear was separate. Spells are separate. Everything's separate. But, but they made this big update to where you can kind of do both. Like you can kind of where instead of having to be a Magicka person who has a staff, you can now be a Magicka person who has a freaking bow and arrow and, or, and daggers. You know what I mean? And you can do vice versa. And you can wear gear that used to only be available for stamina characters as a Magicka character. And and so that's been kind of fun seeing some of the build build possibilities and you know that so it's kind of sucked me back in a little more you know i started running a couple more vet trials so i can get kind of the best meta game in the gear to do the top dps again so that's kind of sucked me back in so yeah i've been doing that a little bit as well and uh yeah i mean i can't believe we how long i've been playing the game we were talking i, I got back into starting to chat in the guild and not like the guild that my wife used to run, but like a, a new guild where actually several people still play. And so we were talking about how long we've actually played together and how it's been like five years since we've been playing that game together and how some people have been playing the game even longer than when we were playing it together. And I was like, I, I can't even believe that. Like it's nuts. They just had the, I mean, I know it's not the exact same thing, but it's close. The, there were, I was just like watching LGR had a, um, did an episode on it, but the ten year, I think the ten year Skyrim anniversary just happened very recently. So yeah, it's yeah. just been out for ten years, which is. And crazy. they dropped the new freaking anniversary edition of Skyrim. Like, nice. people are still playing. It's amazing. Yeah, is is there anything that's been? Is there any property? <laughs> or any? I shouldn't say that way. Of course, there are properties, but like, is there any specific exact game with no changes to it? that has been exploited for more money than Skyrim. I, you'd have to say no. Like, I can't imagine what it would be. <laughs> I really can't, you know. Maybe some, maybe one of those fucking Grand Theft Autos or something. Maybe it might be close, you know, but I'd love to know the yeah. exact numbers on that because I'm, I'm, it's got to be up there. If not, if it's not the top, it's got to be fucking close too. See, and you I know, hear I'm, that. Like I said, personally, I played it on PS3, PS4, PSVR. <laughs> uh, I don't think... Yeah, I didn't buy it for Switch, thank God. Dude, that's why I wish you would get an ESO, man. It would be like I, I know that's not your jam, but like it's 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 so much more Skyrim like now, I, I feel like. Whereas before it was very much like a completely different game and now it's like Yeah, I mean that's, that's far yeah, more the, you know with crafting I have abilities and building abilities and your own house that you can like furnish and all this stuff and just like i fucked with it on ps3 so i just can't even begin to imagine how different it is but dude yeah it's night and day night and day it was from... it was so bad 
and exactly what I hate about the idea of online gaming when I did try it, that it was just like, I just haven't even begun. And like the fact that they try to charge money for it, like go fuck off. I know they don't <laughs> charge money for all of it now or whatever, but like, I'm just fucking, I'm not playing. I'm not paying you to play a game on a regular basis. Suck my dick. So that's been the bulk of it, man. You know, just, Playing out, downloading a few other games haven't really messed with a whole lot else, but mostly, yeah, I've been sucked into those those franchises. Word. What about word, word, you, word. man? What have you been into? Oh, well, I just, I mean, I sold my Xbox. I don't need that, so I don't really play anything there. Are you uh, serious? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, it. my I God. Might as, I might as well. I don't touch it. Oh. Uh, I, did, I think I fired up in the last month. I think I fired up. I, I was in a mood where I wanted to, because, you know, there is. Like a, a slight with the VR stuff, it's like a little bit of a like a a thing to play VR. It's, it requires just like just one little extra. You know, some of the games you can play sitting down, and that's cool. But even that, like it's even to play demo, it's like you know, it's just a like, little bit extra step of immersion and effort and cutting off from if the rest out. of the world and yada yada yada. Yeah, I was just in a mood where I didn't want to do that. Go that whole extra mile, and I fired up Hypnospace Cowboy again. For mm. or Hypnospace Outlaw, why do I keep calling it Cowboy? <laughs> uh, Hypnospace uh, Outlaw for like just one evening, I played for maybe an hour or so. So that's literally the only time I've touched the Xbox in the last month. Uh, I haven't played plenty of VR, of course. Not, I mean, honestly, I've been a little bit traveling and shit. I didn't take it with me to New York, so <laughs> I haven't played as much uh, maybe as I normally do. Uh, anyways, I, I finished Shadowgate VR last night, actually. The, you the finished it? Rock. Nice. Yeah, I finished it last night, and it's good. Verdict. I recommend it. It's like. Yeah. I, it, I ended up having to, I got stuck on something to the point where I posted on Reddit and they're like, look up YouTube videos. I'm like, there are no fucking YouTube videos. It's when I'm fucking posting this video or posting this fucking thing on Reddit. Uh, but the person telling me to look on YouTube, I was like, I'll fucking go look again. And there, there, there was one extended play video that had this like late game thing. And it was like, so dumb. The thing. And, it, and that, you know, that's why <laughs> like, those, huh? I'll, yeah, I'll sit and exhaust myself. That's the thing with these VR games, man. Like. I've already said this. This is fucking beating a dead horse. But like you, you know, the you can run into problems that are not an extension of like game difficulty. They are an example of just you. you it's it's just there are so many more nuances to interacting with the game world in VR that like you know like I played halfway through the game before I realized I could like you can. It's it's so cool too, and I mean it's so much. The thing is, it's it's more of a. Uh, of a mechanic later in the game. That's why it, it didn't uh, occur to me to, to really try it. But like, they have this, like, you, you use both hands in Shadowgate, and, you you know, there's a lot of stuff where you got to, like, climb up a wall, and, like, you got to, like, mm. hand over one hand over after the other, scale across ropes and, and, and shit. And, like, you know, late in the game, there's cool. places where you got to do it and, like, fend shit off with your wand and, like, stop with the hand that you grab your wand that you don't grab, that you don't use for your wand. And, like, you got to make, if you, like, you know, shit's like charging at you, and if you, you know, you can get flustered as shit, dude. And like, if you don't stop on the right hand, and you're like, ah, oh, you go to grab the wand, you just fall off and die. You know, it's like, which is that's you know awesome, and just an immersive an immersion level you clearly can't get with a controller. Anyways, it was just such stupid ass thing that just like I couldn't figure out to get some get somewhere. And it was just so fucking dumb. But uh, I did find this extended play video that solved that little conundrum, and nice. and uh, I know, yeah, that was a. A funny little thing, but yeah. So, so that was uh, I finished that last night. I posted the last 13 minutes or so on the Facebook page of that. So, if you're not going to take my advice and play it, and you should, but if you're not going to, uh, it's spoiler laden. Uh, it's pretty, 
end of the game was pretty fucking cool. The shit with some dragon, of course. It's actually the, the shot behind me is, is a late game uh, moment. That's pretty fucking epic. Gotcha. And, uh, See, dude, yeah. I, I was going to buy the game. Honestly, I, I plan to buy that one. The, uh, what is it? The Walking Dead game. And then we actually already bought Carly and the Reaver Man on your recommendation. But we haven't gotten to play it yet just because of got to play freaking it. timing and Courtney's time. business and that game, all dude, these, I told you, that game these is Xbox long games. Too. So like, yeah. I mean, it's, you, it's, it's uh, compartmentalized. So if you want to sit down, I mean, you can, especially the early game. I mean, you know, there's a, probably a little bit of a learning curve where you're going to have to spend 10 minutes or something to like figure just out the way things really work. But it's rather intuitive. And then once you get going, it's very compartmentalized. And, and you know, I mean, we're pretty far into it. So sorry, I shouldn't say like the stages aren't long and, and, and involving, but you can definitely sit down and just play a stage, save and, and get out of it. And like, you know, it's, okay. it's that, you know, even, even these later game, and I don't know how late I should, I mean, I think we're, I don't even know if we're half done. Uh, so I, I shouldn't say that I'm super far, but you know, they're difficult now for sure. And involving, and you know, maybe 15 minutes, maybe that the levels are, it's like the kind like I said, not half done. I don't believe her. If I am, if we are not, not much past and we have played so much of that game. So, I mean, what is it? $20 or $15 or something like so fucking worth it. Such a good value. Nice. Um, uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to it. Yeah. It's cool. Like, yeah, it's 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 fun as shit, dude. You you too. It's great because yeah, you do. It's it's the perfect couple game because you know because it's like there's such different tasks too. Yeah. Like it's you know like if you play Overcooked, you're all doing the same thing. You know. So okay, like, okay. it's it's the things you're going to bitch about. I don't know. You just have you know you just. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but like because you have two completely different jobs in the game. One person is the overseer with the hands manipulating the environment. The other person has to actually kind of platform and use it all. It's like there's such different jobs. So like oh, the wait, idea that wait you, a minute, wait a minute. So who is the manipulator? Because I need to make sure Courtney does that because I enjoy the platforming, and she right. is going to uh, eventually just be like, oh my gosh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need so, to yeah, maximize. So, well, it's it's, it's easy to start. Like I said, the one the one the, the manipulator is like a, it looks like a god. It's like a huge thing. It's just like okay. hand, giant hands, and and the other the little girl is is the actual person in the world that has to traverse it all. You know, so uh, yeah, it won't be hard to discern that. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah, so the jobs are so different that yeah, you just have no like actual. You can't even see like there's the that's like there's things in the game where you. You know, like you have to like, you, like only one person can see them, and like, I, like we knew that the that my that the Grim Reaper Reaper character could see some things that the little girl couldn't. Uh-huh. You know, and those are hard. Where you're like literally like holding your hand because that you can she can see your hands at all times. So like you're like holding your hand. Like there's a platform right here, and like it's only from my knuckles to my wrist, and like from my the the base of my thumb bone to the edge of the you know you're like literally describing the space that they have to essentially jump into just nothing and trust that you're right about you know and you're holding your hand <laughs> oh, there so like we knew that was a thing and that's that's a very uh, oh, prominent that's mechanic in the game uh, that's of course super fun because you're you know whatever but we found something later on uh, recently where like her character could see something that I couldn't and I was like I'm like what the are you talking about? There's nothing over there. She's like, "What are you talking?" She's like, yelling back, like, "What do you mean? No, what am I talking about? It's fucking right there!" It's like, I like, well, like, oh wait, you maybe you can see something I can't see. Holy shit! You know, so it's like, there's just they're so different. 
the two games, it's essentially two completely different games. Uh, so, yes, I mean, that's one thing. You play the whole game this way and then switch or even alternate at times if you, you know, you wanted to play that way. You could alternate past the controller kind of thing and take the different roles. There's just so much replayability to it, I think, okay. on top of what is already, like, it's a lot of content for, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's fun and shit. Uh, like a really, really good co-op concept. Nice, man. Nice. Um, okay. But yeah, so but yeah, back to Shadowgate, dude. Highly recommend. <laughs> Fucking definitely good. Like, I, I in one of those videos, they were saying, it's like, I think the guy said like six hours. Jay, I played this game way long. I must be dumb as fuck. It played took me <laughs> way longer than six hours to beat this fucking game. 100% certain that my playtime is double digits for sure on hours. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't wow. know exactly how much time. Because, you know, it's puzzle-based, so how long you take to... And like I said, I had troubles a lot of times, like uh, that that instance with the mechanic thing, the the late game thing I said I had to look up. Like I, that, I had the early one on, two, or early one, two, one of those two. So, you know, I probably wasted some time just kind of figuring shit out because I guess I'm stupid. But uh, it's it's definitely an, it's definitely worth the money for sure. And, and the end of it, no question, gives you a, a, a very clear indicator and a very good incentive for there being and you playing another installment of it so uh that that's well done my shift key is broke is very pleased with my with my shadow gate with his shadow gate experience so uh and trying to share that video for that i was diddling around on the oculus app on my iphone and i stumbled across the notifications for those phantom credits i said i was due from referring you and amy so i found 60 free bucks basically at the perfect time while i was finishing the video game so i used that to cop Resident Evil Four, so that literally I like went to bed uh, last night okay. with the start with the start of that download. It's forty bucks. It's not. It's no small investment for that's that's definitely the high water mark so far with those games. I'm sure they'll go up. I know uh, they have a Grand Theft Auto coming out soon that will probably be fifty, but right. just guessing. I have no I have no basis by which to say that, but that's just my guess. <laughs> like, like Rockstar thinks their shit is fucking awesome, so they charge <laughs> the, the max they, the maximum amount, even though they're wrong. <laughs> So yeah, so the reviews for Resident Evil are at four. Like I was going through and just like, you know, like making sure, like did the, so when it first hit, I knew there was a lot of buzz about it, but I just wanted to go, just want to be sure, like, you know, whatever. And like the total number is 4.7, which isn't bad. It's pretty good to begin with. And like, so I went through and I was actually reading the one stars, which it's cool. They're, I don't know, maybe that's not unique, but you can actually select in the, in the store to look at just the one star reviews, you know, yeah. and, and get what's the worst people are saying about this. So like literally all the one star reviews are about their stem it's like negativity stemming from what I guess is some sort of censorship in the game. Like, you know, I didn't really parse them, especially when all the headlines were kind of the same. But like it, it kind of sounds like you know, Resident Evil 4, I don't know when it came out, it was a long time ago. Definitely a very different cultural time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get what I kind of gleaned was there's something in the dialogue that it's probably like very, very fucking uh uh misogynistic or something, I'm guessing, you know, which, you know, the Resident Evil it's all. It's almost been a joke from from day one. How like bad the writing is. It's like bad horror. It's like intentionally bad horror movie writing. You know, so that in- inherently lends itself to misogyny. If you're talking like early two thousands or whenever mid two thousands, whenever the fuck this game probably oh, came out. So I think it had something to do from that, and they were like, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> so they so they 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 pulled it out, and I guess it you know it pissed off the purists. And they're, they're one star in it for that, you know. So literally all of them said that. Like, everyone, and everyone, I'm like, they call at the beginning, they're like, it's a great game, but. <laughs> you know, so I think. All right, um, so it's a great game is what you're saying. Exactly <laughs> right. So, yeah, and I never even played Resident Evil 4, I don't think, anyway. So, I and I, I don't give a fuck either way. So, 
you know, <laughs> like that, if that's the if that's the only bitch, I'm gonna have a blast. You know, so I'm right. I'm uh, good times looking right. forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into that. It's probably intense. And that's the thing too, dude. Shadowgate. You know, I told you about this, the jump scares and stuff. Like that shit's really prominent later. And like, fuck some of the enemies at the end of that game. Like, <laughs> like I I don't I I had at least a half dozen like ah fucking <laughs> like in my living room like some shit jumping at me and like did not see it coming and like it it's. Fucking and I, I the point of this being Resident Evil Four, I'm sure will fucking crush that, you know. Mm. So uh, I'm really looking forward to to having that land on me. So nice, man. So that's cool. And then Walkabout Mini Golf also dropped a new course for 2.99. Jay, did you know that? I did not know that. I actually Garden. Yeah, go ahead. Gardens of Babylon, it's called, and it is fucking Gardens slick, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's it it is sick. They have like. There's no new. It doesn't like have a new. It doesn't like it doesn't have that win mechanic even from the Coyote course. There's no. I don't think there's any new real physics, but it is heavily dependent. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and the world is like easily the most built out of any of the ones so far. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's not a hyperbolic statement. I think that's true, but it definitely uses. It's like very angle angle focused as far as like how you. You know, I've only played it twice, so yeah. So it's yeah, but it it seems like a a lot of geometry focus. You know, in 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 the the way the there's just a lot of stuff that just flat out obstructions. Like there's just no way to get there without using some crazy. Ah, okay. So 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 I think it's tougher. Is what you're saying. Well, it's tougher, but it's also like when you get good at that shit. From knowing from the, the other courses courses that I played the shit out of, like when you get good at at the geometry of a certain hole. And like you know the crazy ass shit you got to do to really maximize your efficiency on this hole, it is so fucking satisfying. So I think this course will be will really land in that uh, in that way once once you get it figured out. But yeah, it's beautiful. I've you know, I've I found only I think ten of the balls so far. So there's a bunch of balls that were difficult because yeah, that's the first thing I'm doing in every hole. The first for those balls. Not, yeah, I'm looking for those balls. So nice. I can only find ten of them on two two passes through the course. So. Those are well hidden, which is cool, and I like. That's kind of one of my gripes is they've been a little too easy to find, I think, previously. So I'm glad that they made they upped the difficulty on that a little bit and really gave you something to do on an ongoing basis with, with those. And then I haven't even played the the night harder version of it yet, so I'm sure that's probably fucking insane, you know? <laughs> so, so it's it's cool. Uh, what I'm hearing is I should not play this course until I play the other ones and get for sure get good yeah, for sure first. for sure <laughs> good uh, okay. yeah. Because it's you know I mean just like simple economics who it could drop could go on sale and if you don't need it yet because you haven't even played the other ones by all means you know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's good it's good highly recommend fucking still the best game on the on the system no question I still just pick it up and play it and multi you know for fifteen minutes twenty minutes with someone as like just something to do it's fucking so good. And uh, last thing it's not out yet so I haven't played it but it's of note. Because of which game it is, Demio is dropping a new campaign on December sixteenth. Jay, December sixteenth. Ah, yeah, root, yeah. Roots of Evil, and oh. sign me the fuck up for that. Obviously, yes. The 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 tweet on the Demio account says it features a bard, so I'm guessing that means a new character. New class. character. I think that, okay. Yeah, I think that's what that means. And it says new levels and more. So you know who the fuck knows what that means, but dude, I'm, I'm um, down. Real, I'm down. Yeah, can't play. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We, we fucking have fallen off. We got to fucking do I, one of those games soon. I was thinking about that, you know, because I so 
little story. Let me take you on a little, spin you a little yarn. So, obviously working internally, I'm, I'm looking at what games we have available. And it looks like we have Minecraft available in Oculus. And I was like, that would be amazing. Like, Zion loves freaking Minecraft. Like, a huge property. And so, long story short... That would probably be cool as shit in VR, too. Dude. dude. Like, the building and stuff. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. That's why... So, I re- I rushed to do it. it is that is that not available anywhere in VR as it, is? Yeah. it's So, you can get it on the Rift. Like, uh, you can get Minecraft on Oculus Rift. And you can get it, like, through Steam. But, like, you can't really get it on the Quest yet. Like, there's these, okay. this workabout, this workaround that you can do. if they didn't have it. Yeah, there's a work a workaround you can do, which I'm going to look into. But I thought it was, like, when I looked in the Well, you store, can play any Steam games. I mean, that's the whole thing with the Connect. I know, You can but play any Steam game. This made it seem initially like it was, like, going to be a straight something you could just connect and, like, boom, natively play. But... I got, I got to make it work. So I was kind of bummed that I couldn't make it work, but I was on, it was the first time I plugged into Oculus and probably, like I said, probably a month because of these other releases and just timing and stuff. And so when I did that, I remembered, I was like, oh, I should play some Demio. And I was like, ah, I don't really have time to like get into a new, a whole Demio campaign. I wonder what Folos do. I was like, ah, we, we got to do it soon. There's a save feature so, now. They have save. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I mean, it's been a while. So I'm ready. I need to, I need to get back in. This is what I'm saying. I thought about it and. I actually have next week yeah. off, so hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Word, 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 word. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely play some next week for sure. Yeah, I don't have. I got one little con- fucking budget I got to do for next week, but next week is going to be light. Sweet. For sure. Word. Okay. Well, fucking, uh, that's a nice long. <laughs> what we're jamming on now. Let's talk about Sega Visions issue one. <laughs> North America song from Air Diver on Genesis. <laughs> and and you, you don't know with YouTube, but if it actually, if the actual, however they determine the official naming, like the titles of those songs, if it's actually, or of the tracks, if they actually call it the America song, it's like, if that's, right? their, official, if that's their official title of that, of that track, that's great. <laughs> and this one it is. It's crazy. It says North right. America song. It's like, okay. Song. Yeah, if you call it a song. All right. So this is a date, or rather this issue is dated June, July of 1990. The cover price is three fifty. So they think they are on par with Nintendo Power. Just <laughs> of course. 34 of course. pages. <laughs> Would you expect and anything less? Yeah, they don't even mention Canadian dollars. So that lets... I uh, kind of lets on, I think, how wide they expected this to roll out, you know, like the distribution for this, you would think. And the kind of headline or focal point of the, the cover here is Sega for the 90s, the new generation. And that tagline is kind of graffitied onto a brick wall that's visible through a hole ripped in the cover mag. And around <laughs> it are a smattering of things they are most excited about over at old Sega HQ. And we have Michael Jackson here. We have Ghostbusters, the logo of it. We have Spider-Man. We have Joe Montana. We have Fantasy Star, Shinobi. I think that's Rostan. The Conan deal up top is probably my best guess. That's Rostan. 
And they've got that thatch work pattern they love so much working here as well, too. It's kind of some, it's like some limbo area uh, between the, the blue on white, or then the uglier blue on white SMS background and the hotter gray on black that would characterize the Genesis boxes. You know, it's like a, I don't know, some, somewhere between Dude, the two. I, 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 can I just say I love the fact that you gave them that being Joe Montana I like, <laughs> well, I, I guess looks, that's just I know be, to me. I'm, yeah. I'm calling it a stock football player. You got all these superstar characters. You got a stock football player. Well, that's, like, you, that's got, you know, <laughs> you got it. You get, yes, you have to know. You have to know the narrative to call that Joe yeah. Montana for sure. No fair, question. Fair but if you know yeah. the narrative at all of early Genesis, you know, that's Joe Montana. And it, it's not that it doesn't look like him. You know, the like the likeness is kind of Montana. Clearly the white helmet. I mean, they can't use any NFL shit. So. What are you going to do? Uh, it's, 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 it's certainly, it harks back to some Atari marketing in that regard. That's for sure. Right? I'll give you that. I'll give I do get that. those vibes. <laughs> That's where I was going. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The upper right corner also has the Photoshop tear thing going on uh, below which premier issue is available or visible rather. And the magazine for Sega video game players is below the title treatment there at the bottom. The bullet point summation is small on the bottom as well in this premiere issue. And then it says game reviews, a look at some hot ones. <laughs> First time ever, the world of Niles Nemo. And then great new strategies and hints, hints, hints. So I do love the font for the Sega in the, like in the middle. That's that's some hot like Freddy Krueger slash hot nineties red yeah. font. Well yeah, yeah, dude. That, just everything <laughs> is is very hot not yeah, it is hot nineties is, is a great <laughs> adjective for it. It is just all you know, and that's just yeah. Their whole existence at that time was this, you know, just like it busting through, blah, Kool-Aid man running through the fucking wall. Like, like, just fucking, <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's just exactly what it is, you know. So get used to that. We're going to see a lot of that with Sega for the next couple of years, few years. <laughs> Moving inside the mag, we start off with a Toys R Us full pager peddling the Genesis at a cool $189.99. And the tagline on this thing is play with the big boys. So they're already trying to separate themselves from the child's play of the NES. Mm -hmm. And some other good copy in here, I thought. Move up to the glory and excitement of Sega's Genesis video game system, the system you've heard everyone talking about. The system was 16 bits of awesome video power, just like the arcade. Everyone talking about. <laughs> so if you buy it at their store, you get a free copy of Altered Beast, uh, suggesting that if you buy it elsewhere, you don't to me. Ooh. And I didn't know that that wasn't a standard pack-in. For this early, for the early release of the system, and that's kind of a wow for me, man. You know the yeah. the later uh, later release core system. It was it was called. Mm -hmm. uh, it was at a much lower price point and had no packing game at all. It was like eighty nine ninety nine, I believe it was, and that was actually what I got when I got my Genesis, which was pretty late in the Genesis or okay. later in the Genesis cycle. Not pretty late, but not Alter Beast time. Sonic was out. There were systems selling Sonic when I got my Genesis, and now I got the core system. So, gotcha, um, gotcha, yeah. And I actually, I, I had to get my, yeah, I had to buy my own Sonic or I had to obtain my own Sonic copy at Video Game Exchange. And that was, it was probably on a trade-in of like 15 NES games that I was a moron for getting rid of. You know? So, <laughs> yep. so that was, it's, it's notable to me that, and I still got the one that says not for resale on it, I remember, which is like the, you know, the one that essentially someone sold from their packet, you know, so it's just, I don't right. know, such a sad sequence of events economically. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. Anyhow, yeah, I'm just shocked they had the ball so that early on, not including a game standard with the system. You know, that's such a. I mean, I know 
Nintendo doesn't have a 16-bit offering, but to expect the consumer for that to mean anything to them was... It's, it's, it's why they had a hard time getting a foothold probably early on, or, or part of one of the reasons they had a hard time getting a foothold early on and had to kind of do that major rebranding, major change-up to the Sonic era that Kalinske inspired, you know, or Kalinske uh, kind of oversaw, so... Yeah. And that was I mean, I think, I think they did it pretty well here, because, I mean, I'm love For me, when I see this, I'm loving it. Like, because to- who doesn't love a Toys R Us ad? If I see Toys R Us ad... Freaking sure. Sunday newspaper, freaking! I'm reading it. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm that's the right start, it. and it's it's I'm the right, it you know, it's the right place to partner up with too. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm surprised. You know, it probably is, and I just don't remember. But you know, Nintendo was a prick, man, with retailers. You know, they knew what they had, and they were very, you know, don't like don't fuck with us. You know, mm-hmm. almost mob like like stuff. their yeah. their expectation about competitor stuff and yada 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 so you know it was probably a conversation the sega the (laughs) sega genesis being prominently marketed by toys r us it was probably a conversation i bet you know um i'd be curious to know more about that again if i just don't if if it wasn't talked about in console wars and blake's book uh, yeah in any event on to the table of contents next and it's better than game pro I would say, even though that Shinobi screenshot looks like a toddler got a hold of their mom's Polaroid camera, I would say. <laughs> All right. It's like, yeah. really? Really? So it's what he's just. Right. <laughs> click, click. Just, yeah, it looks like shit. But it's still, at least like the framings are better and like there's actually cropping to the photos <clears throat> on the focal. You know, it's not just like shitty excerpts right. from fucking pages later in the magazine. <laughs> Yeah. Agreed. And this it also points out here that there are trading cards in here. Like Ooh. likely in perforated tear out fashion a la Sports Illustrated for Kids. And that's fucking hot. It goes with the <laughs> so, hotness. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I I'm saying you know what? I'm fucking I can't believe I didn't look those up. Uh, Is that Axe Battler? Yeah, just like posing. Like Yeah. <laughs> no, that yeah, that awesome. would have been fucked, dude. That would have been all over that. I can't believe Nintendo Power never did that. Hmm. So, yeah, next up we have the full pager, or rather I should say that full pager from Seismic for Air Diver that we saw in GamePro already, and it bridges Mm -hmm. us to a letter from the publishers and the masthead, and get into this this little letter here. It reads, this magazine is an important part of Sega for the 90s, the new generation. So I I bet, like, I don't know, just, (laughs) I bet (laughs) so much time and manpower went into devising that. Like, it just always cracks me up. (laughs) <laughs> these, these like slogans and shit like you just know there's just a room full of dickheads just like just beating the fucking the marketing oh, drum for me. days weeks <laughs> between different options deciding what you know doing fucking uh you know market research and polling and all sorts of focus groups is the word i'm looking for there just yeah. like so much effort and money going Dude, they into may this, have like, had like a, a madman-esque like ad agency right there with them like all right oh for this? sure this is how this is the vision, you know. This For is sure. how it's got to be. We got probably use multiple. Words they probably hired multiple. The they probably right? had to go in and compete like Survivor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Like we won the Sega account. What up? What yeah. up? You know. Yep. 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 Yeah. The, so this this letter is signed by Al Nilsson. The, the his title at the time was global global director of marketing, and mm-hmm. Bob Harris also, which is another prominent uh, guy in their management hierarchy, and they co signed this baby. So they're the ones kind of I guess in charge of this whole little new magazine effort here 
And they kick off actual content with on the next page with a gross kind of, I think, <laughs> product <laughs> placement article for what is really just a Chuck E. Cheese knockoff. It's called Sega's Timeout Family Amusement Center. Right. And had you ever heard of these, Jay? Never freaking heard of this, man. It, yeah. it sounds like, to me, it's like... Like, first of all, I'm shocked there are a hundred of them. Like, can you imagine? This right, is like exactly. a freaking hundred of them. But like, right. this is what I'm thinking. Because every time you see a Sega ad from this time, what are they touting? They're touting arcade. We are like the arcade. Sega is arcade quality. Genesis yeah. is arcade quality. So what better way to do that than own arcades and be like, yep, look, it's it's the same stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. So I guess yeah. it makes sense. But like. We're worth we're worth it's like it's like life. movie studios owning owning theater chains. It's the same yeah. concept. Like yeah. we control the distribution pipeline and Boom. you know what what product gets put where. So yeah, for sure. Exactly. Uh, it's it's not a, certainly not a bad business venture. Dude, but. I loved arcades. We've talked about this. Like I every my parents and I would go on a trip every year and I would always look for the arcades and like I always had money to spend. It was like, yes, quarters, this is where they're going. You know. Arcades were hotness. Yeah, like I told you, we had that Aladdin's castle at the Lyria Mall. But never heard of these. No, no, fuck. no Sega's timeouts, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, we did not have these for sure. Yeah. So that yeah, they they say the they say in here that they do have Sega arcade games, of course, but their pitch here is not those really. It is how cool the non-video gaming options are: the skee ball, the hoop shot, the whack-a-mole, and that is you know standard Chuck E. Cheese fare. So this is like they are trying to eat at the market share yeah. of Chuck E. Cheese here. You know, I think, and it's. They gotta branch out. Gotta be full, yeah, they're, full, full family they're, entertainment. Yeah, they're because Chuck E. Cheese's, at least to my knowledge, I never saw one that was actually in a mall. Because yeah, these are it. I guess that's worth uh, specifying. These are like just standard mall in a in an indoor shopping mall units. They're not like standalone. You know, big sprawl. That's why they seem like they would be more like Aladdin Castle with a little more. You know, right. with a little more skee ball type stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a absolutely kind of like we have too. here, like in the mall we have here at the Bellevue downtown mall. They have a place. It's like a, I forget what it's called, but it's it's kind of like that, you know, like this exact type of place for adults. Better better games, you know. Game works. A, a game, game works. works yeah, like that. Yeah, but in a mall. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, that's I, I think it's kind of it's an interesting idea to because you know it's it's clearly. Going to Chuck E. Cheese is a destination. You don't oh, yeah, go. Sure. You don't go to the mall and stop at Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what I mean? So like having it in the mall makes it more of in the same fashion that Aladdin's Castle is. Yeah. Either you back then they probably would just drop the kids off there and then go exactly to the shop and just mob shop fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. Just leave <laughs> their fucking kids alone in a fucking mall, which is crazy. <laughs> the dream, like mom, you're yeah. going what? Where are you going, mom? Can I go, please? I got, I got these quarters, mom. Remember yeah. we talked about this three weeks ago. We, yep, you said you were going castle. just shopping, yep. and that's, that's why that's why we, that's why Jab and I didn't have that exposure because our parents were not going and just shopping at the mall. And I don't think that I don't think they ever really did that. <laughs> I don't know, too poor, too Harley Davidson focused. I don't know exactly what the reason for that would be, but yeah, they they definitely were not just going shop at the mall, people. Yeah, so yeah, they have uh, in here they have a couple of tear out coupons for a dollar worth of free gameplay. And I just cannot believe that they're still in the magazine in the scan that I have. <laughs> I cannot believe they are not just like really poorly Ripped out. torn out, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe they know. lived in a space like we did. And we're like, I, we're, I, I never heard Dude, of this place, you know? Even if that were the case, if I'd have gotten this, I'd have torn those out and had them ready. 
I'd a, they'd have been in a they'd have been in my fanny pack or something for whenever I found <laughs> in, one. In like, case you ran across, it, yeah, just, just in, in case of emergency, break glass, give it free video game. I, yeah, I'd, I'd, they would not have stayed That's in this awesome. magazine unless I was just carrying this magazine around with me all the time, which is also a possibility. Mm. <laughs> that, that's understandable. I guess I, I could see that. I'm like, otherwise, why would you? Why would you have that? You know. <laughs> but you better believe if I grew up in a town where this existed. Hundred percent cut out of me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, free. Yep. <laughs> uh, after that, we get a one-page piece covering Sega of America President of the Hour Michael Katz and Jay. How bad is this photo of him awkwardly holding that Sega hat, right? positioned like, in that ultra stage desk lean pose, straight out of the old? Why is this sitting on his arm? Like why? <laughs> It's so bad. That? No one would ever do that. Uh, ever it, no, like that's that? not true. It is exactly how a photographer tells you to pose <laughs> in 1990. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is exactly how you were told to pose by the photographer in 1990. But it is horrible, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nothing. This, yeah. Nothing natural. It's so bad. It's oh, just man. so bad. It's so staged. Like, just no awareness of... <sighs> realism at all it's just like so terrible it's so bad and it, it, it oh yeah olin mills just <laughs> right you know, that's definitely, so fucking, yeah, definitely so fucking horrible ah! he's like here we so, are too I, i've been at a great i've been at a great <laughs> the opening paragraph boldly states he is the man who will steer sega through the 1990s and that is not a true fact he is replaced by Tom Kalinske in October. <laughs> so fucking like three months later. But He's yeah, three months later. He's rejecting He's what he wants to happen. You know. Yeah. So fucking that's funny. Oh. But they highlight his long lineage of electronic home entertainment mastery. So he started at Mattel with the first electronic handheld auto race in mid in the mid seventies. He oversaw that, and then he worked at ColecoVision in the early eighties. So some video game dabbling there, and then moved over to Atari in the late eighties. And he rambles on, it's probably a third of this article, is him rambling about the terrible decision to focus company resources on continuing to support the Master System with console redesigns and new game development for, you know, for for the SMS, you know. So, like, it's just, again, it's just like, it's that, the Atari syndrome, just like, we can't let this go. They don't trust the market's willingness to adapt to the new better yeah. thing, you know what I mean? And it's such a different time. And like, it, not only do they not trust it, they fear the market backlash of consumers saying, we bought and invested in this thing, and now we aren't going to, it's not going to be continued to be supported. Well, fuck you, Sega. I'm going to go buy a fucking ColecoVision or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly. like, it's, it, yeah, it's not only, it, it's, it's just such a, such a, now the market is expecting new things, like every right, yeah. so often. Like, all right, what's the yeah. next new thing that I have to buy? You know, like, yep. who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Yep. How can I pay you money to get on a list to have the right to buy it eighteen months <laughs> from now? <laughs> like, I'm ready. Here's like literally, people say, "Take my money." So. Yeah, shut up and take my money. Insert GIF here. They then double down on their SMS rhetoric with a full page. Uh, pitching the system, and then a handful of games we've already seen. Psycho Fox, Golden Axe, Dead Angle, Slapshot, and Ultima 4. And after that, we have what is titled Game Doctor. And <laughs> this is some person answering supposed writing questions that deal in mostly hardware questions about the SMS and Genesis products. And the opening blurb of this, in the red there, 
sets this up like Game Doctor was this known thing to gamers at the time, like this known <laughs> expert, and Sega was just contracting him or her to field these questions because of his existing expertise. You know what I mean? And I'd never heard of it. I crawled all over the internet trying to find anything about him, him or her, and there was nothing. So I don't know. Like, it's weird. <laughs> I'm sure Fucking you're weird. familiar with the game doctor, the number one. Like, <laughs> right, right. That's all. That's also what the Mad Men marketing firm said. This is right, exactly got. right. Yeah. No yeah, one's yeah, who's yeah, going to question this. Like, no way. Exactly. Gonna... Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's no internet. Who, like, who's going to fucking? Yeah, who's going to call <laughs> on this bullshit? Yeah. And like, yeah. There. You know, we like the the mindset of again. You know, seventeen idiots in a fucking conference room uh, trying to figure this shit out. Like. The idea that you like you could not have an expert be on his first day, like it's just not you know what I mean. Like this cannot be game. This cannot be game doctor's first day at work <laughs> because he's the expert. There's, he has to have an existing resume, you know. He just of must, course. or this doesn't this doesn't sell, you know, mm-hmm. which is fucking hilarious and whatever. So yeah, listeners, if you know anything about game doctor's prior resume to to this first episode <laughs> or first issue of Second Visions here, please do at us with yes. that information. We look we look forward to hearing it. The one I found most interesting of the Q&As here was the second one. And the question is, first it was 8-bit games, and now it's 16-bit games, which is just what we were just talking about. Shouldn't I just wait for the 32-bit game systems to show up next year? <laughs> which is like, and their answer is, that. you can wait, but they won't be here next year or the year after that either. Remember, it's not just power, it's screen resolution. Right now, home video games are up against a technological brick wall known as the family TV set. Since Genesis pushes TV capabilities to the limit, better game graphics will depend on HDTV, which is years away. And I am mildly to medium strong impressed. They even are talking about HDTV right? in 1990. I don't. Right? I, in 1990, you might as well talk been talking about the cure for cancer or something. Right? Like, what it's you, amazing. What do you mean? That's it's talking about yeah. like a 4G cell phone. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> what is that? G four? What at that time? Yeah, so it's yes. I mean, yeah, it's wild. I mean, and you know, like I'm like trying to parse the validity of that. The you know, the Genesis is you know, yes, operating at the 240 by 320 or 320 by 240, whichever it would be, uh, resolution, and that yeah is the maximum standard definition resolution, I guess. So maybe that's true, but so the 64, Nintendo 64, and the PlayStation. Hit in what like that was like 1999, 1998, something like that. Where PlayStation, yeah, like 1998 or in 87 or 1998 and 97. Yeah, okay. And HDTV, I mean, when the fuck did HDTV become a thing? I guess I should have looked that up, but I no, feel I feel like it was that. later. Yeah, definitely. I mean, later. yeah, dude, fucking but 2005. Maybe, maybe what 2000, maybe what 2005. I am lugging my 25 inch fucking Magnavox, and granted, I was broke, so I'm sure they were out. By the then, by 2005. Panel. Yeah, some sort of LCD, plasma, something or other, I'm sure we're out. Uh, so I'm not suggesting that they're not out in 2005. But it wasn't like my GameCube worked fine on that TV. You know, you know, you know what I mean? It wasn't exactly. fucked up or anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know how true this is or if they're just like kind of pulling your leg here a little bit with a little bit of conjecture. But also, In any event, yeah. I mean, but also letting you know. You could be waiting a while. Like why? Like you could be waiting like a year and a half. You could be waiting three years. Like you, 
Uh, just freaking buy one now. You know, and they would be. Like, I mean, th- yeah, the, this is just hitting. Like the the, yeah. the Genesis is just hitting in 1990 or 89. Landed, I guess, August 89. So yeah, I mean, the the yeah, yeah like I said, that's you know, fucking almost a decade. We're talking before the 64 PlayStation hit 97. So uh, eight years, but that's a long. Well, yeah, wait, exactly. no, but like 32 bit because 16 bit on Nintendo side would be Super Nintendo, right? And then 32 bit would be the Nintendo there 64. No. There was no 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no 32-bit. Yeah. And, well, but, I think the PlayStation... I, I, I mean, I, I think kind of bits... Bits are going out the window a little bit, I think. I, th- I think technically the PlayStation... The time, that's what we used to do, though. We used to count it by bits. It was like... It was like... Right. Like, Super Nintendo was 16, but then, like, the Nintendo I, I think Dreamcast and PlayStation were 32-bit, technically, and 64 was... The Nintendo 64 was a little bit later and that was 64 bit but yeah it's you know it was on Well because I got I had that and... when I was in high school and so and we yeah. had obviously had Nintendo 64s in college too so like I mean that's a while to wait for that game yeah, you know sure. that's yeah, what I'm sure. saying no, that's yeah. really a while <laughs> No yeah But yeah I mean yeah I, I guess yeah it's kind of worth noting like, I think they're kind of underselling the technology jump time span here you know they probably you would think they would oversell yeah, Exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but significant nonetheless. Uh, any, any, do you have anything about any of those other Q and A's stand out to you? No, I just it's interesting. Like to me, the first one, like I wonder how long they plan to support the SMS at this point. Like considering their answer, they're just like, oh no, and definitely they, they're acting like yeah. it. Definitely, like you don't ever need to worry about it. Like we're yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hint, hint and again, Atari, and again, I think that changes. Right, I think that literally changes and goes out the window the second Kalinsky walks in the door three months later or yeah. later that year. Yeah, you know, so uh, again, he's like, yeah, just, "Nope, uh, moving on." Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fucking sunk cost money suck. We're not fucking digging around that anymore. This yeah. company's dying. <laughs> we can't be fucking digging around with dumb shit. We need to push what's good, and that's it. And focus. Yeah, and they're still surviving today. What do you know? Yeah, fo- uh, the Fisher College of Business would want me to say this is your core competency. <laughs> focus, focus on it. <laughs> Yeah, you have you have a you have a first mover advantage going on here with the Genesis and the 16-bit era. Don't fucking dawdle. <laughs> run, 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 SMS run, Forrest, run. Loser. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's take this yeah. new path. New path. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They have the this. Who are you gonna call game wizards? Fucking thing here next. And I, I love just love that it says tear off and hang near phone. I love that little. <laughs> oh man, are you kidding me? Stuff like that. Yeah. Though, can you imagine though if you really like ha- like did that and like had it hanging there, had on your it hanging on your there, wall? like as an ad executive, that's like yes, like <laughs> money spent. Win, right, we got them, right. we yeah. got them. Yeah. And then, yeah, they have the, you know, they have the. Like, why do we need that perforated white thing on the border of that? You know what I mean? So, like, just to, to show you where to cut, man. That's the <laughs> cut. You gotta, right, you yeah, I was like, you know, you know, and you know what? To be neat, they're neglecting. They are neglecting the little scissors that would be at one of the edges here to show you where to start cutting. You're correct. <laughs> they, they need that. That's part of it. That everybody yeah. knows. Just a massive, massive fail here. Massive fail. But like, to, think about it know. though. Like as a kid, I had like at I had posters and and random stuff on the walls and stuff. So like, if I was a huge Sega fan, maybe I would have that like somewhere. Like maybe sure. on my desk well, dude, or something. You know. Exactly. Well, you know, and like. Just in case. At the time, <laughs> I don't think it was would be particularly uncommon 
for there to be like a tack board or some sort of bulletin yeah. board by the phone where people put their messages and that's kind of the, the shitty ass fucking version of pre answering machine prominence mm-hmm. the way people kept track of shit that was phone oh yeah my grandmother's house there's like a list by the phone just hung like right everybody's stuff exactly not that you would ever ever call this number i would get destroyed by my parents (laughs) (laughs) but it'd be cool to have just in case you know yeah but yeah but the idea uh, the idea of a kid wanting to contribute to the household information yeah i can see that uh information uh i want to say brain what's the word what's the word i'm looking for this is very important like Like, the information the mainframe the household mainframe (laughs) up there uh is is also very very likely to you know so yeah a lot of a lot of fun very fun ad and they even have their biting off ghostbusters with a tagline there who are you gonna call oh yeah (laughs) we move from there into mailbox and it's one page and as one might expect, the opener is extremist propaganda. <laughs> it is it is Donald R. Burhint of Willowick, Ohio. And he is informing them that upon buying a Genesis and Altered Beast and Revenge of Shinobi, he was left with no choice. There was no other options available to him other than to sell his NES and 26 games to a, and I quote, a beginner. <laughs> right? I was like, wow, dude. What? Right. Just like that. Ve- That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, very, very, very intense. Yeah, he, he he claims to have originally intended to just supplement his Nintendo with the Genesis. But after only a few short hours of playing time, he could not keep his interest in pissant NES games anymore because of the <laughs> superior sound, graphics, and gameplay. So, you know. Wow. Go. Get the, get the shit out of my house. Get the shit out of my house. And he's right. I did the same thing. I just didn't write Sega about it. <laughs> Dude, I, I was going to say, like, first of all, like, is this a real letter? Or is this just right. they've made exactly. this up and, like... The, like these, so on. many of these read to me as propaganda. But Willowick, Ohio. Where is Willowick, Ohio, Jay? Is that a real place? I, I, <laughs> I feel like because of my love of sports, like, growing up in Ohio, I, I've heard of most places... I could not tell you where that is. Do could you know where I, that is? I didn't know. I had to look it up. But it is a word I'd heard before. It's a place I'd heard of before. It's a suburb of Cleveland, uh, but barely qualifies as so. Oh, and it is wow. it is way fuck northeast of the city, right on Lake Erie. So Okay. You know, okay. Halfway between Cleveland and PA, the, yeah. the PA state line. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's very I, I want to say, you know, I won't get us into a full on Fucking Ohio geography lesson here, but uh, I want to say the population was at uh, the 2010 census was like maybe 12,000 or something, so pretty small. Okay, little town, little, little boating right on Lake Erie, port town. And we move from there to a three banger proclaiming that Sega, or rather the Sega decade, is here. And this is mostly just boasting about Sega's prominent place in the video gaming landscape, both in the arcade and home console sectors, which is. Not entirely true, but you get it being here. And yeah, uh, a blurb worth mentioning here. But hardware is only half the home video game playing equation. The other half, some might even say the important part, Jay, is the game. No shit. Imagine no, that. no fucking shit. That, uh, yeah. That and that is that is again just like you know, of course, like software rules supreme now. Uh, everybody knows that. But again, it was just a time when like the stupid box sitting on your TV was the imp- or on your console was the important thing, not what you're putting in it. You know, it's just like a different. People didn't understand games yet. 
So you, they use that copy to transition into the heavy hitters on the horizon for their software line. And throughout the 90s, Sega promises to bring players exciting games for both the 8-bit Master System as well as the 16-bit Genesis System. And they just can't let up on the blowing of smoke of our asses about the viability of the SMS moving forward. <laughs> but they, the games they mention here are Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, Dick Tracy, Spider-Man, Fantasy Star 2, Golden Axe, Ultima 4, Joe Montana Football, and Ghostbusters. And Fantasy Star, Ultima, and Game Ep alum, Golden Axe, have all been seen before. But we do have some new blood in here worth talking about. We have Dick Tracy and Joe Montana, but those are not out till January, so we'll hold off. And mm. Spider-Man comes out even later than that. Yeah. But Moonwalker hits in <laughs> July, and Ghostbusters hits on July 30th. So those are, those are fair game now. And, okay, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Jay? Yeah, the first thing I would say is what a strange coupling, Michael Jackson and Sega becoming like fierce allies, you know, like even in the tiny blurb here, they mention it as uh, Jackson was the numero uno Sega fan. So he is fucking top of the list, you know, so like, again, this is not just a some shit they license or whatever. This is like an ally of theirs, you know, and if you remember, we had that article we've talked about a bunch where and how badly I would love to see video of that. Actually, fucking when I interviewed Blake on the Order of Erdrick series, check that out if you want to listen to that back in our catalog. But when I when I interviewed him, he mentioned hooking me up with Nilsson, who we mentioned earlier, Al Nilsson, yeah. uh, who I guess is a pretty fun dude and, and pretty down for this, and that's something I want to actually fucking uh, take Blake up on eventually when I fucking get off my lazy ass and clear out my cachet. I have a fucking an issue I want to do a... a, a, a uh, random rags with you wish that players the other the player strategy guide the one we talked about maybe using in, uh, instead oh, yeah, of game yeah. pro the, the one the one issue that I had I badly want to do that that's like a hundred issue thing I want to do so whatever we have, we have a stack of shit we want to do uh, otherwise um, out of our normal timeline and the, and the side quest but that's one thing I definitely want to do but there was that day where he came and did like a walkthrough of the Sega headquarters Sega of America headquarters and they did the one of those Sega challenge issues had a whole article about that day when, when he came and visited. And it's just like, a, it's just like a known thing of like how involved he was at Sega, right. you know, um, how so some of the Sonic, I think it's two or three has like some of his like stolen music. Maybe is like a, a rumor, you know, so there's oh. just like, a, there's just a lot of connect, a lot of connective tissue between those two. And it's just such a weird, I don't know. Well, if, so he, if he was, you know, if he was very childlike in a lot of ways. Right, exactly, like, right. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. I could, I could yeah, see it, it does like, video games, like, is right. an escape for, for the, sure. for the yeah, yeah. same reasons everybody else escapes in video games, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's it's not that it can't be, it's just, he's just such a, you know, I don't know, just everything about him is just so interesting and fucking different that, like, the, all, the, all that matters, Josh, is at the time he was, he was at the, t at the height. He was the top was. at the time, so that's this, this, all that yeah. matters. Like, you want to make a game? You're you love our system? Let's go. Yeah, yeah now yeah, you, you cannot you cannot go wrong getting Michael Jackson on board anything at this time for sure. <laughs> he is a fucking like just a, a gold force. mind. Yeah, he, he yeah he is the 1989 slash 1990 version of Adele. <laughs> like no matter what you do with it, everyone's watching, everyone's listening, everyone's buying, everyone's 
everyone's down to party. <laughs> like, no one has anything when, negative when to your say. music videos debut on like Monday night yeah. at 7 p.m. randomly. Right. The Super Bowl, the like, one was the Super Bowl. Stop. Like, didn't, the, didn't the one at the car in the alley? That was the Super Bowl thing. The Pepsi, Maybe. the whole one that was the Pepsi. It was like a Pepsi commercial that was like a fucking, it was the whole song off yeah. that new album that came out in like whatever the fuck it was, 1992 or some yeah. shit. Yeah, dude, he was like. Just regular. He was just stuff. He was just God. Dropped. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was a pop culture god. Uh, and rightfully so. I mean, at, at the time, rightfully so, anyways. So, you know. But the game. Kind of like his life. <laughs> reads as now in hindsight this game is like a fucking acid trip in my opinion <laughs> it's so it starts you turn it on and there is a vague animation sequence at the startup that i believe suggests a flying car morphs into michael jackson that's the start of the story of a flying car like it's like it's a still shot and i i wish i'd have saved it to make it my background for this segment because i would have loved to have but it's like a, just a car flying through the air and you can see like a neighborhood in, in the background at the bottom and it's at night so that's how it starts and then we like you start the game and you as mike you control you play as mike in the game you walk into a billiards club or you're shown a billiards club and the door opens and you of course remain as a silhouette in it for a beat just for dramatic purposes. And then he he pirouettes into the bar. He doesn't walk in. He pirouettes <laughs> into the bar. He flips a quarter across the whole room into a jukebox. Of course, naturally. Of course. And Smooth Criminal just rips in in all of the Genesis fucking sound chips glory, dude. So that's how the fucking game starts. That's You haven't even... Could started anything. This is how we, what you're shown to the beginning, and then you proceed to romp around the bar trying to locate and free young girls. And I'd say maybe age six would be my guess of that little girl, yeah, right? Little, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's all the same sprite. And then you fend off baddies as well while you do that. And they're all guys that are kind of dressed in like nightclub wear of the time, I guess, kind of upscale nightclub fucking little suits and shit. And once you find all the little girls there, and there's a counter in your HUD telling you how many there are. Bubbles the chimpanzee, which if you don't know Michael Jackson's whole story, was one of his <laughs> pets. He has a fucking chimpanzee named Bubbles. <laughs> and Bubbles is in the fucking game. And he comes out and he directs you to the pool table for a boss battle that wraps up the level where you're like, you are dancing to and kicking them to, to fend off those baddies. Uh, and here's the real fucking kicker, Jay. I think this might be a great video game. <laughs> I think this might be like a fucking I fantastic. <laughs> I think it might be a fucking fantastic video game, which blew my fucking mind. Like I had played it. I think I think my inroad to the 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 Genesis was a buddy of mine uh David Camargo, may he rest in peace, that I went that went my, one of my buddies in 4th grade. He had the Genesis. I think I mentioned him before. He was fucking... I don't know how rich he was. He, like, his family must have had money, though, because he had fucking everything. He was spoiled as shit. And he had a ton of Genesis games. And I think he had this. So I played it a little bit before I even got my Genesis. I never got the game myself. But I had, I had dabbled with it. Maybe we ran into two. I don't know. But mm -hmm. So, yeah, I had fucked with it. But, like, my memory was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. Interesting. Looked pretty good. Obviously, the music's cool. But, like, was the gameplay wonky was kind of my memory. Like, maybe a little bit weird. And I couldn't really figure out what to do necessarily. Uh, maybe as a kid. So yeah, I, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't, I, I kind of went into it with a little bit of an open book approach and, uh, or open-minded approach. And 
dude, the controls are great. The hitboxes are reasonable on those enemies. It's a, I mean, absolute batshit insane application of game mechanics. But it all weirdly makes sense in the universe we have all come to understand Michael Jackson having existed in. You know, it all makes sense. Yeah. Even the car in the beginning kind of. <laughs> I don't know how. I can't explain why, but it just does. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, and as one of might imagine, the soundtrack is just absolute fucking fire, dude. It is. So they have Smooth Criminal. They have Beat It. Part of me and Billy Jean and Bad, oh, love yeah, part of all five, all five of those tracks, of yeah, of, yeah, I think everyone, matter, <laughs> no one, like, like no, yeah, who, that, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Bring me someone who has something bad to say about any of those songs, and we need to put them on a list and get them uh, in the crosshairs of the authorities because they have something wrong with them and they are a fucking danger to society. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would say Beat It is probably the one that I personally used to jam out to via cassette tape in my bedroom the most oh, out of all these which would you say is your favorite oh man I, I think i like another part of me because it was like you you know how it is when you are you're listening to a cassette you know growing up and like there's certain songs that are just the popular songs you know they're the 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 hit the single but you find another song you're like oh but that one though yeah that's how another part of me was like clearly okay. it was like a song that was out there but it wasn't as popular as the others, but I really, really liked it. Like, it was just a different kind of, because I was much more of an R&B type person. And for me, I don't know, like, that was just a, a smoother, more, but upbeat kind of different sound. And I, mm. I just love that. And Word. it's funny you were talking about this, because I almost put another Michael Jackson song as a track. And then I was like, well, we already have a Michael Jackson song. I could put all of these songs on yeah, here. Well, that's like, what, I, yeah. I just make a whole episode. I don't even songs, know if you noticed so. that in, in the text thread before we got on, you hadn't sent me the music yet. Usually you do in, well in advance so I can download it before we start talking uh, on Skype. And you hadn't sent it to me, and I'm like, if you want, we can just use the, all, the whole fucking Michael Jackson's Moonwalker <laughs> soundtrack. I'm totally down with that. And, like, yes, you can probably tell from this, we might talk about this game later. I am fine with it being the full music for two consecutive episodes i'm fine with it <laughs> like right? yeah is that I, I good i was listening to him like all right I, yeah I dude, I yeah, dude yeah, fucking shit. I, I am not joking dude yeah when i because you know i gotta go when I, i'm like okay that's gonna be the song that i drop in the fucking episode i gotta go get it and I go to the soundtrack on fucking youtube and like i'm going through there and listening to him and i'm like i just turned it on and turned the fucking music up like i turned my volume up and just let it go just let it play the whole time i was sitting here doing the the, the magazine uh, episode or doing the notes for moving forward for like the next half hour. I was just listening to the fucking soundtrack, you know. Yeah, dude, it's when fucking you, great. When when looking, I mean, we you know this. Whenever I I very much enjoy picking the music for these episodes and going through the games and all that. And it's harder with the Genesis and their tinny sound, like their you know the way that they do it. It's just you don't get quite as many hits. But with that, it was just. It made it very tough for me to pick anything else, obviously, when listening to those. And I was like, man, I could just, these are just very much, you know, yeah. obviously they're all his music, well done in the video game format versus these other attempts to make hits. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're not landing as much. 
Yeah. What are you going to do? You can't compete against against MJ. No, you're not. You're not going to compete. Yeah, so. not going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. So they have those five, and then there's also, if you look at the soundtrack, there's three original tracks that are not. I mean, they're not quite MJ level, of course, but they're in mm. the same wheelhouse, and they are far from bad video game music. So I mean, the, the soundtrack for that game is fucking lit. It is on yeah. a whole other level of video game music. <laughs> So that's fucking cool. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I think I don't really have anything else. I only played the first stage, so I didn't even allow myself to really get into it because I want to play it more with it being a focus. So even if we don't do it, maybe we'll do a kill quest or something. I don't know. It's fucking I, I will just say this. I played, so I picked it up. Obviously, I had to play it as well. And I only played like first level. It was, I mean, I'm not going to say anything you didn't say. It was all good. Like I did, I wasn't quite sure where to go. So obviously, if, if I had to wait further, yeah, I would have to like yeah. have a and, guide and, and like have a I better think that, idea, exactly. like a focus. You know, but that was my thing as a kid. I don't fun. think I got that the you had to get the girls that you had to find them yeah. all. So I think if you don't know that, you're just gonna wander around up and down the stairs through that level because the whole yeah. stage is just in the bar. It's like multiple levels. Like what are we doing? Bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, if you if you don't know to get all those girls. And how to get them the functionality, which, you know, again, I was intuitively intuitively able, able to figure out. I did not read the manual. I don't ever for these magazine episode forays. So, you know, yeah, I was able to intuitively figure it out this time and, like, you know, look at the doors. You got to go behind the fucking things and whatever and, and, and yeah. find them all. And then that prompted the boss fight. Bubbles tells you. <laughs> and then level over and, like, the level ends and you get, like, a close-up of fucking Michael. And he's like, ah, says some shit, does a little dance tune or something, and you go into another day and, like, it's, fuck it, it's just, it, yeah, I think it's good, dude. I think it's really good. So, yes, want to play more, whether it's for the episode or for the podcast or not. And the other one that's fair game is Ghostbusters, as I mentioned. So I fired that up as well. And I was reminded we saw something alluding to this in a mag recently, but there is... Yeah, like this is nothing like the VCS or NES versions of Ghostbusters. So no, it's like it's a completely different game, and that's a good thing because those other ones are not necessarily great. So that was that. That's a plus. And there's just did you you fuck with it? I assume. Yeah, dude. I good <laughs> graphics and sound. You know, yeah, solid Looks graphics great. and sound. I'm I'm not sure I'm into it though. Like I, I can't put my finger on it. Like I just. I don't know. What, what what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it did not. Yeah, I was not. I mean, I played the whole first stage. Uh, it's much more. It's it's much more of just an action platformer, you know. And that, for one, is is not my favorite thing. But it does have like. There's a bunch of shit going on in it. Like it does still have in the same way the the VCS and the NES ones have kind of like the 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 economic component of it where you're you're getting money from catching ghosts and using mm-hmm. that money to buy better gear and de- you know yeah. like that that narrative development character development is is good and it's present in this and you know i didn't i clearly I only playing the, the one level like i didn't i wasn't able i don't think i i don't think i accomplished the goal i shouldn't say i played the first full level and i you maybe I shouldn't even call it the first level i'm not even sure if that's where i had to go but i did one thing and like i couldn't I don't think I could figure out what my goal was exactly. And I ended up yeah. just walking back out and like, I think someone got captured and I was like, yeah, fuck this. And yeah, so it's, it's, it like, it has, it is very narrative driven. You get some like cutscene type stuff. You have like the, the ghost, the three ghostbusters are there and no Winston again. So I honestly did not fucking get it with the no Winston show. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't I don't fucking get it. And you can't tell me. So like they're, they're not, they don't use the film likenesses. 
in the game. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like original designs for the, the three, for Winston, Egon, and Spangler. And, or not Winston, sorry. Egon, Peter, and what's the other one's name? Egon, Peter. Ray. Ray, yeah. Ray. Good, good pull. So, yep. yeah, so it, it has the three of them, and yeah, they're just original designs for them. So you can't tell me that, like, Ernie Hudson wasn't on board or some shit, and that's why there's no Winston in this one. You can't give me that. So, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand why it's fucking prominent all of it bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand. It's all of them, too. It just doesn't make any I'm fucking switching sense. switching up the mythos. I wonder, in this Ghostbuster Afterlife movie, this new one, like, if he is, like, included, like, you know, just callback wise you know what i mean because i think that one's supposed to be actual direct descendant cool. of the original of the originals no, no i think it's like a later this on. comes later yeah yeah okay. yeah well then he should absolutely be present yeah like that's the, what you i'm know, saying it, like, like that's got uh, yeah I'd, I'd be curious because that, yeah, that's the whole like that's the whole argument we've made here just like grabbing at straws to find a reason why this would be the fucking case is that yes they hire him and he's not present at the very very beginning of the ghostbuster storyline in the first movie Okay, uh, maybe it's okay. bullshit. I think still because the Ghostbusters that fight fight fucking Stay Puft at the end are all four of them. But whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, bugs the shit out of me. But yeah, if you're, if it's later in the fucking timeline, like absolutely, what, what the fuck? What in the like, fuck? <laughs> put him in, coach. He's yeah. ready. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, so yeah, but I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. That's yeah, that's like yeah. I know, yeah, it, it, it did have, yeah, there was something missing too, but again, I think because of those RPG elements and stuff, I think it's something that you'd be better served to give the manual a full read and know oh, all your I'm shit sure. and like, you know what I mean? Like really know what you're getting yourself into. I, I'd be, I'd be hesitant to truly harshly judge it and completely wipe it off the slate as a, as a possibly good game without doing that because of those heightened RPG elements. You know what I mean? Um, and I did, I did see okay. Slimer in that first level. Yes, That's cool. That rocks, you know, so, <laughs> Slimer's like, a big guy. We, we yeah. Do I mean, yeah. And like you said, look, like, looks how fucking can you great. not like him? <laughs> yeah. It looks fucking great. It, like it looks really good. So yeah, maybe potentially good. And just like I said, it's interesting that it's so different than the other ones, you know, uh, that that's its own notable thing. That is the Ultima 4 opening title theme. And we kick off game features with an SMS lineup we've already seen at least a time or two. Mm-hmm. Many and many more in, in some other cases. We have Psycho Fox, we have Golden Axe, we have California Games, and Reggie Jackson Baseball. And each of these <laughs> are one, one page, a few screenshots, explanation, long-form copy, broken up by italicized tip blurbs in red. And all I really have to say about any of these is that they use the word whack in the Golden Axe feature. <laughs> Practice whacking the gnomes with your sword for bonuses. And that, that was literally the only thing I enjoyed in any of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised. Like, Psycho Fox came out in 1989. Like, why are they featuring it here? Like, it, it just seems to me like one of those things where... Because they don't have any new fucking... S- we're we're going to highlight... That's one of, of the newer ones. Psychofax might be one of the newer ones. And you know what? I have seen shit that suggests this is one of the best SMS games. And we fucked with it. We tried it. And it looked interesting. Yeah, it just... Yeah, I tried but, it again. And I was like, yeah, my... Yeah, no. Not not, not enough for me. Not the right thing. Action platformer, too. Like, man. There's way better ones. Like, I don't... Nope. I missed out. 
<laughs> so yeah, so they're I mean they're just you know they are just they're just fucking holding on to for dear life to it's a la the atari magazine like I, right. th- there's so many parallels man to this <laughs> yeah, like yeah, if yeah. you had an if you had one and you had this magazine you got hyped and you're excited about it, it made you feel good about it but like right. ultimately you kind of wish you had a nintendo though let's <laughs> be right. real. Right. real yep before we get into the the comic there's there's a segment labeled strategy that also features psycho fox next and that's just a page and it logically is just bullet points of how to get good at psycho fox you know and it, it, a lot of it's just kind of like oh read the manual and you'll know that but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how strategic surprise, it actually surprise is there. yeah but then we go from that to uh yeah they don't dare skew from the tried and true formula of having an original comic in their inaugural issue here and it is titled Niles Nemo and Sigaland and it opens with Niles walking down the street, passerbys just marveling out loud at what a cool dude he is. <laughs> so, right. you know, yeah, if you don't if you don't know, now you know. And he is so like the the crux of the inciting moment of the story here is he is hip to a covert pizza delivery service that brings him new Genesis games to his house with the pizza. So he plays these games. Oh, did you notice this, Jay? Yeah, he man. plays it's these games with his index finger only controller sitting flat on his gaming gaming station table. So he doesn't hold it in his hand and play with his thumbs like every human being. Like ever. every person. Yeah, he plays it like maybe a grandmother would if you didn't show her how to play video games. She sets the controller on the table and just hits it with his index fingers, the directional pad. And like, who wrote this? Come on. Exactly. Like, yeah, like this. You know, the whole purpose of this is like to create. It's like a, it's a, it's an effort to create Sega culture. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a, it's, it, it, it's meant to make doing Sega cool. You, you like, know what I mean? Like that's the whole what's his vibe. What's other here. hand even doing? Like, where's it even at? He's just like, like one hand, like he's. <laughs> right, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Such an over, it's just like, it's like the, such a gross. Uh, yeah. For some reason it makes me think of the, the Mega Man one cover. Just like. Uh, you know, God, that has has him holding a gun, and that's not what the game is at all. You know, it's just like I don't know, like how it's just it, it's a testament to just a different time and place, and just less care, less resources, less manpower, less everything, less fucking give a fuck, a different time, less scrutiny, less just less everything. So that's what it is. But like, it's just <laughs> it's just mind blowing to me that like the proprietary uh, marketing tool or a proprietary marketing tool by the company could grossly miss such an important testament to their understanding of their own product you know what i mean it's just like a just such a fucking miss <laughs> like because my thing is why do they all make these comics like, why do they all make them like all of them make these comics you mentioned it like every single one and it's not like like this one's not amazing and different like it's so you're checking the box if you're gonna do it why didn't you why don't you do it all the way like are you you're just being a copycat at this point like you know what i mean like there's no care put into that come on they're trying yeah they're trying that's not cool man they you know they're trying it's it this entire venture is an answer it's not it's not a first step forward it's not a new idea it's Mm -hmm. nintendo has this we gotta have this too you know, so yeah, they, they have to check every one of the stock boxes. They just can't not do it, you know. So, yeah, it's not at all surprising to me at all. But, yeah, it, it is a fail to not exert a little more effort with it because it's <laughs> lackluster. So the pizza box game in this case is Alex Kidd and the Enchanted Castle, which is 
shit decision. <laughs> Wait, and he actually he falls asleep while playing. Like that's in the story. That's how the story gets started. He falls asleep while playing, and that makes a lot of sense to me, having played the game. So, and yeah, while asleep, he adventures into the Alex Kid game world and buddies up with Alex himself, and. That's kind of how the thing gets going, and he does Alex Kid things, and you know, whatever, and it ends, and to be continued, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a different game next time, probably. So, very, yes, exactly what the Game Pro and, and Nintendo comics are. They double down on the Alex Kid shit after that with the start of the Genesis features and a one banger on that game. And it describes the title as two games in one. The action adventure deal is the main event. And then there is a game within the game called Jenkin. That is a reskin of rock, paper, scissors. And I never got to that in the game while playing. I was too bored with the main event. So I never, never saw that, but I, I um, there's that nothing, also- there's nothing exciting about that i, I, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah there's no like we played this multiple one. times and i was like just for the heck of it let me just, and i was just like we're playing rock paper scissors you, you beat them you get the money like <laughs> yeah not, not okay not fun that's not uh, of, of all mini games that's the available worst. in video games that's the that worst is not possible, one that yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah yeah i'd rather play like tic-tac-toe would be like tic-tac-toe would be 10 times as exciting yeah something <laughs> you know, because it's like you're at least like there's some like mild skill slash strategy associated with it. This Rock, is more paper, of just a guess. Honestly, like, just, all right, which yeah, one? Random, yeah, especially <laughs> here. You're not even get. You're not even. You don't even have the because like rock paper scissors. I guess can have some strategy if you're playing a human being that you know well enough and you play often enough with and you can like try to map their tendencies. Maybe like what are you gonna do? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, what if this, this. this motherfucker goes rock. 75 percent of the time <laughs> you know like you can at least right, play that we angle just did we just did rock at the same time they're probably gonna do this now right right but yeah, with yeah. the computer like what is the point like there's yeah, no point i do it and yeah. i was like why random, am i doing this? random number every, every generation. time i play alex kid this is what happens josh i play those games and i'm like why am i doing this? like that's my turn off <laughs> yeah. so if you're going to try to sell me that this is two games of one Nah, I'm not. No, yeah, I'm that's not the, that's not the fucking angle for that's sure. Not After that, we have our last game up, Revenge of Shinobi, coming at us, and fourth paragraph reads: Crates may contain power packs or swords, or endow him with Cross Guard, a move that deflects enemy Death Stars with Cross Shurikens. And I saw this defense move in some of the playthrough vids, where he's like holding it in front of him like an X, you know. Yeah. And I did not do my due diligence to learn how to do it myself, and. So I never did, and that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been helpful. That would Slightly been helpful. helpful. Yeah, that would have been very helpful to have done that, and I regret that decision. But I also have no fucking clue what pickup this might have been. The No, because I felt like I saw it in playthrough videos too, and I was like, how is that done? But yeah. I don't think I found it and replicated it either. Right. And I was like, yeah. I, I did it without it, but it was still kind of like one of those things where I was like, damn, why – how is this happening? Like this person's clearly <laughs> using this thing that I don't yeah. know how. That would be incredibly helpful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, dude. And then we have on the yeah. next page the one, the only Truxton. Yep, yep, yep. You keep standing for this flying space mup, and dude, is this the episode a... where you finally talk me into it, Jay? Dude, it might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fucking artwork, dude. I don't, I don't. I feel like I haven't seen that artwork before. That artwork is dope as fuck. It's a yeah. really cool. Like they found, you know, it's like 
You gotta. It's like a magic eye, dude. You know what it is? It's like a fucking magic eye. It like there's a face there if you allow yourself to see it. Oh, it is. It totally is. Yeah. It's right. It's yeah. it's right in the middle. That's what it is. It's yeah. an alien yeah. evil face. I don't know with that third Which, eye. Like it looks to me, it looks to me like it could be just a spaceship. The eyes at the bottom, and like those could, you know, I don't know. It it looks. I think I gotta look at that for a second to get face you, out of it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I've said it's fucking great for a space month. I don't know. If there's nothing else. Dope Maybe. <laughs> After that, we have Fantasy Star, uh, or Fantasy Star 2, I should say. And this is an RPG far beyond our game up means, but I think it should be the side quest we do next after Final Fantasy J. I think this, I think this game warrants oh, it, and I think, uh, I think we would enjoy it. Oh, man, Josh. Okay. Anyway, honestly, we, we, <laughs> owe, we owe a toe-dipping into the Sega world. Anyways, the- after, after two NES or three at NES, the I level that we are flying through Final Fantasy, I don't know how long of a game it is. I, okay, uh, I, I, I can be talked. Fantasy two is I long, I know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Word. Their last tip here is make maps and use them constantly, which are questing words to live by, and I support oh, that. Man. <laughs> I don't want to have to make maps though. Can I? Can I play the game without making maps? That'd be great. You could, but it's less fun, Jay. You don't have great graph paper in your hand when you're playing an RPG. You're fucking up. I, I haven't done any maps for Final Fantasy. Oh my god! Is it because you know it's the win- game by heart? That's the question. No, it's because you know what it is. It looks too good. That game looks too good. It doesn't. It mm. it, it would be harder. It's not impossible. You still can discern the squares as you walk them, but it's it's like Final Fantasy. The dungeons are too good looking. It's gonna be. It's it's just not as basic as Dragon Warrior and Ultima were for the purposes of mapping, and, and I, there, I, maybe there's a subconscious inadequacy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I it mean. It doesn't seem like quite the grid, even though it is. Yeah, but it doesn't it seem is for like sure. it is. It doesn't feel like it in the same way. It also has like a little bit of an isometricness to it. You know, it's yeah. There's mm-hmm. a or a bit of an angle, not isometric, but a little bit of an angle to it. Um, yeah, but that's no reason I should figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. And we get a strategy feature for Genesis after that, and it's on one I can't implore you to try enough. Action puzzler, zoom! And come on, boy! <laughs> yeah, there's not nearly as much strategy pose here as you'd expect of a page labeled as such, though. It's it's pretty much just another game feature. I'm like, I'm like isn't this? I know. I'm like, why does it say strategy? We're just talking about zoom. Right, right, right. All right. They have four tips that they call strategy. I'd say the first two are just basically read your fucking instruction manual so you know your enemies and pickups is kind of what it's saying, or that's exactly what it's saying, not kind of. I do like this one about hitting the squares nearest your spawn point in the stage last, though. So you'd be uh, like, if you when you, so when you respawn yeah. after dying, you're closest to those, and obviously yeah. they're most accessible. So like right. that is a, a pretty high level thing that you, you might not just argue definitely i played that game quite a bit i did not think of so that that's a it's a small thing but it's cool like with a strategy game like that you know those like just getting good at them it's like that if you remember that tetris feature for that that howard that how we had in that nintendo power issue yeah where it was the focal point like some of the shit they're like oh my oh shit like that's like it's like a very small thing but with a strategy game like you're getting better at it is like those little tiny increments of like yeah. just one little piece. So this of strategy little thing that, gives you yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yes, this game is fantastic. <clears throat> Have I said that before, Jay? Have I said this game is fucking fantastic? Maybe once. Maybe once. <laughs> I agree. It's a definitely <laughs> yeah. fun game. I mean, I obviously I played it for a while too. I mean, I picked it up. It was like, oh, we got some Zoom. Thanks for reminding me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that game's fucking dope. Yeah, w- not too long ago. Uh, Amy and I busted out just as like something to do on a fucking whatever night it was, like a Wednesday night. Like, oh, I'm going to play some fucking nice. Zoom, bust out the Genesis, you know? So it's fucking, yeah, it's it's, it's that good and warrants <laughs> that level of revisiting. So great fucking game. Play it if you have not. After these messages, we'll be right back. Genesis system by Sega. Genesis does it all. That is a commercial from the Genesis Does What Nintendo Don't marketing campaign. Genesis does. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, love it. Man. Fucking, I'm stuck in my so all damn so not. So 90s. Yeah, it's the the first real shot fired over the bow in the console war of the early 90s. And this is a focus on their sports titles, all of which took the step of attaching a licensee to adorn the cover. We jump back into the mag with a print extension of that same marketing campaign, one of their epic three bangers with the first page being just a bold white text on all black background. And this one just says Genesis does. Genesis does! (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah, it's a blasphemy that I'm saying it in the way that I am. You're right. Come on. (laughs) Got to get on, get on board with the market. <laughs> so yeah, the ensuing two-page spread is headlined "What Nintendo Don't," and they put, fucking put a period there as they mm-hmm. usually do with these. Yeah, you can bet your sweet ass that that's a deliberate and calculated. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's worth saying that like this, you know that this is all just launching at the same, you know, this is all happening at the same time. This whole campaign, this this uh, magazine, all of this is like one joint thing, you know, so. You can bet your ass that that's deliberate. And below that is a flying V of seven Genesis game boxes. <laughs> Michael, Mike, yeah. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker in the lead position. Yeah. And we also have Pat Riley's basketball, Spider-Man, and Tommy Lasorda's baseball to the left. And then we have Arnie Palmer's golf, Joe Montana football, and Buster Douglas boxing to the right. Man. And they really throw the gauntlet down on their competitors in the copy blurb at the bottom. And that reads, sports games, which actually put you in the game by uniquely capturing the feel and action of the sport. The superb gameplay and graphics of real blockbuster arcade hits, which can only be duplicated through the 16-bit technology of Genesis. Music video games, which recreate the dance moves and stereo music of the stars like only Genesis can. And adventure games with the depth of play and mega power second to none. You can't do this on Nintendo. And Man. they are careful. Yeah, they're they're careful to acknowledge the trademark ownership of the World Nintendo with a cover your ass footnote at the bottom there. And I just I, I've said it before. I just I just the American legal system is just pathetic. It's so pathetic that you have to do these things. <laughs> so yeah. fucking dumb. I mean, Man. the fact that they just were on the nose like you can't do this on Nintendo. Like I, I I gotta say, this is impressive. When you look at the lineup of the games here, despite the fact that we've seen them a bunch of times. You got Michael Jackson, Pat Riley's baseball. You got Spider Man. You got Arnold. I mean, you got a bunch of top names in all the sports and in media. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, so that, like that, okay. that commercial. We all did, right, yeah, I'm the, listening. Yeah. yeah, the commercial we just watched. I mean, yeah, that's that was like that was yeah that was uh, yeah that was also a very consolidated joint effort to attach what they perceived to be, anyways, prominent sports endorsees for every one of those sports titles. You know, and and, and you know, moving forward, you know, like that focus never gets lost. Like Genesis. You know, it's kind of it's it's a little bit of a stereotype thing that 
Genesis always in the 16-bit era was the prominent sports machine. You know what I mean? Like it never relinquished that title. Like they started strong, got these licensees, established market share, and retained it throughout that era. You know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo never really. I mean, you know, they had a lot of the, you know, they had Maddens and they had basketball games and shit too. A lot of the same titles even, but our same endorsees even, but it, it never. Dude. I have my Atari, but I'm definitely looking, and I want my Nintendo for sure, but I'm looking like Buster Douglas Boxing. How fun is that? You know, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, Joe Montana. So Not yeah. not that fun, yeah. Jay. <laughs> I don't know, you know, in my, in my you know, 11-year-old sure. mind at the time or whatever, 10-year-old. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that is, well, before we even get there, Genesis <laughs> Genesis is the only true 16-bit system, and that Genesis provides a total video game experience you simply won't find anywhere else. Certainly not on an 8-bit system or even on a Turbo 8. So they make sure they're not just throwing shade at Nintendo here. They're throwing some shade mm-hmm. at NEC too, you know. So, you know, they yeah, they are just fucking pulling out the big guns for, for this marketing Just l- like, letting yeah. you know, like, yeah, not. Yeah, like, not. you guys all have dicks, but it's not like our dick. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's going to be the soundbite, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it might be. No, that's a, yeah, it might be. I didn't even write that down. I pulled that out of, my, out of my ass right there, Jay. That's not even a predetermined piece of copy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, moving into the games. Pat Riley, Montana, and Spider Man are not out yet. And we've talked Moonwalker earlier. And Lasorda and Arnie have been around for a while. But we're going to call Buster Douglas fair game now. I, I could only find a very vague 1990 release date for it. So fuck it. Let's party. Mm. And this is, of course, the 15 minutes of fame heavyweight boxer that was the first dude to knock Mike Tyson on his ass and the fuck out, actually. And the man was as, you know, Mike Tyson was as big of a deal as someone could be. He's right there. Like we were talking about fucking Michael Jackson earlier. Mike Tyson and Mike Jackson or Michael Jackson same level of worldwide global maybe not actually no that's a little bit of an overstatement mike tyson but close man he was the world heavyweight and everyone if you paid any attention to sports at all you knew mm-hmm. who mike tyson was and you knew 100%. he was he knew he was a fucking stone cold killer <laughs> you know, you knew you he know. was the goat at the time yeah for sure so yeah so when fucking uh buster douglas knocked his ass the fuck out it was a big fucking deal and we, we've talked about it before but you grew up in columbus ohio jay you're wearing the fucking jersey there uh, as that might insinuate and uh i know you've spoken about it before but i don't know just just quickly quickly tell us what it was like when a columbus ohio boy knocked out mike tyson like let me take you back. Let me speak. <laughs> Josh. So at the time, my brothers. So first of all, you know, you had to watch these fights on pay-per-view normally, you know. And so it was you would normally be over somebody's house like, oh, my brother, one of my brothers is having the fight or my uncle's having is, yeah. is getting the fight or it's we're an getting event the fight. for sure. Yeah, it's an event. So we people, were getting the pull, fight. People pull their money together. It was like, a, it was oh, a yeah. yeah. If it was like if it was like 30 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever at the time it was, you're like, oh, I'm throwing five. Let's everybody throwing five, whatever. Yeah. And so but for whatever reason, we we had the fight at our house. And, you know, my my obviously my dad was watching it. I know a couple of my brothers were watching it. 
And I was watching. It was kind of just like, of course, Mike Tyson. You know, it's Mike Tyson. He's about to whoop another dude. Like, how is this <laughs> going to be? Fucking dude, the fuck. Yeah, I was like, here. I was like, he's he's from Ohio, he's from Columbus, you know, or he's from Ohio. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how. It's... And watching that fight go on, dude, I was sitting there like captivated the whole time. <laughs> like, what is happening? This is <laughs> rocket. Like he is toe to toe with like the greatest. Mike Tyson, who I can't be on the on the Nintendo game that I rented, like you know what I mean. Like this is amazing, and so when that happened, out of control. Like we, I couldn't believe. Like it was shock. Like my brothers are going nuts. My everybody is just like mind blown. Like he came back later and did a signing at like one of the local libraries. I got his autograph. Man, like it was, it, it was definitely a huge, huge moment in Central Ohio history for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet Mike Tyson hadn't slept in like four days and probably was on like 15 eight balls the night before. <laughs> you, you, really, that, you know, like I wonder if it really was just like, all right, whatever, let me sleepwalk through another one of these dudes. And he just was not like, oh, snap, like I got to be up on my game. It, dude. Like, he, was, you know? he was fucking destroying people, man, like destroying them. He had like, can you imagine? Like that's like, that's the crazy thing about boxing to me or one of the many crazy thing. I mean, fucking choosing to beat the shit out of and let someone beat the shit out of you for fucking for 12, time, 12, <laughs> 12 times, three time. minutes, an insane choice to make in life. But the, one of the really insane things about it is you train for months in advance. And the idea that you train for months in advance, theoretically, I guess, you know, not to say that Mike Tyson wasn't training, but who knows? And that's kind of the thing. Maybe he wasn't trying that hard at the time, uh, comparatively anyways. And, the idea that you train that hard for months and then you could walk in there and the thing's over in like 37 seconds. Like that is like, I don't know. That's that, that's gotta be, that's gotta but be. That's weird. also like a rarity. That's why he was so feared. It was like, man, this sure. Right. Right. Sure. Like, but, but it, it, it happened. It, yeah. It, well, that's what I'm saying though. Yes. It's a rarity in a general, in a general sense, but for Mike Tyson, it was not a rarity at the time. That's how he True. was doing motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> so, so like it, he probably expected yeah. that to happen. And it's still, every time it happened, he had to be like, fuck, that was, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> so, you know, I, if I remember correctly, and I didn't look it up because this game doesn't look really that great, but if I remember correctly, Buster Douglas had like like a, a foot height advantage, like he had a reach oh, advantage, huge, like yeah. he had every advantage. So watching it, it was kind of like, I mean, he does look like the bigger, more dominant dude, which is crazy because Mike Tyson. But that's how it always was. Out, but yeah. yeah, Mike Tyson always was smaller. I mean, he's fucking stacked, but yeah, yeah. You know, he, he was you know always five ten. Most of those heavyweights are you know fucking yeah, six, he was four, still fucking two seventy and shit. You know, but he wasn't getting in on Douglas like that though. It was yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, but not this game. Yeah. Not this game. Um, I, like I, said, I, I said before too, but uh, it was always funny to me that 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 first serving job I ever had at Applebee's out at Easton and yeah. Columbus had one one of their tchotchke wall things was a signed eight by ten of of him, you know. So oh, of course. I don't know if that's actually like he came there, which you would think is probably the most likely thing, or if it was just some shit they bought. I don't know. Yeah. But it was just always funny to me that he was like like I don't know, that they, that Applebee's was representing that hometown thing even. <laughs> you know? Oh, why wouldn't you that I think honestly I I mean that is the draw of these chastity places. Like, like if you can get a bunch of A-list recognizable properties and stuff from those, like, great. But, like, if you have some local stuff, that people are going to be like, oh, look at that. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not just like, some corporation. It's an actually a hometown hangout. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Exactly. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but it still was surprising. Because, you know, not only not – only, like that's that's two things. That's not just a hometown thing. It's also a hometown thing of someone from, you know, that their, their moment was – I mean, I guess that was only – 
like a decade before that. So it's not like we're talking to fucking a quarter century or anything, but still, I don't know. Just, it was just, it was just such a significant thing to me. Uh, that I was, that was interesting. I don't think I, I'm sure that I didn't even know that he was from Columbus, Ohio until I saw that there. And I was oh. like, why the fuck is he on the wall? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Tell you, man, like at this, getting his autograph, I, I had this autograph book growing up. And so when I would meet like Columbus Clippers players or Reds players or anybody uh, famous, awesome. I would get their autograph. So I got his, his autograph is a part of that book. I should that find book? that and see if it's. I was gonna it's say you gotta find like, that book. Yeah, shit, that that's a good pull. I haven't even thought about yeah. that in a long time, dude. Yeah, autograph <laughs> books. Yeah, fuck yeah, Jesus Christ, find that for sure. That would be. Fun. There's that. There you will find my Chris Sabo and Don Mattingly's and you know <laughs> those guys. I never played this game, Jay. Had you played this game before? No, never had. Because okay. yeah, yeah, didn't have a Genesis. Yeah. I fired up beyond some of the very of the time title screen pixel art that was kind of dope i liked it's pretty fucking terrible like you did play it you said yeah yeah okay i, I like the, boxing games i'm always like up for like a new boxing game coming out because there have been like some gyms in the past which i can't remember their exact names now and like where where i played them but i'm always looking for i'm always looking for a good one a vander holyfield we'll get to it and we're playing a vander holyfield jay but the the action in this is too fast yeah you know what i mean yeah, like the, yeah. the, you know, like, and I, it, you box, you know, we, just, we, we spent an entire three hours bitching about Shinobi being too slow. So you gotta be walk on eggshells with this, but like <laughs> it's, it's, it's too, like, it's too fast to properly strategize the way I think a boxing game needs to, 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 to work to be interesting. And that's like, you know, like format wise, it's very akin to the vastly superior Vander Holyfield boxing. We'll soon yeah. see here on the Genesis, like, you know, the side view thing you're moving, you have, you have, you know, uh, you can punch high and punch low. You can do, you push towards the guy, do hooks. There's an uppercut option. You know, so it's like, it has all the things. It's just, they don't yeah. work together as well as they work together in, in Vander Holyfield at all. And maybe also, that's Van- why there is a Vander Holyfield because well, they were like, yeah. let's leverage this, you know, yeah. that's somebody let's- new. Let's do a better job. And Vander Holyfield also has uh, a better RPG is a little bit of an overstatement, but it has a little bit you, you, you train and your skills can rise and fall and there's meters and then, you know, there's things to develop your boxer with as you try to take him through the ranks. And, and, and that is certainly more interesting and fun too than this, which is much more basic where you can just play like a handful of Buster Douglas plus some other random made up people. And that was, I don't know, like a half dozen <laughs> or, or something. So yeah, it, was, it, it I was not impressed at all, and um, if I didn't, I guess it would. It didn't make me sad because I know Vander Holyfield's coming and it exists. So it didn't. I wouldn't saying it made me sad is 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 not the right word, but I, I was disappointed that it, it wasn't better because you know most of these games, these early ones are pretty fun. Most of these sports games, Joe Montana, the first Joe Montana, Jeb had it. I can't wait to fuck with that. It's like it's it's super basic and weird compared to even the later Joe Montana footballs, which kind of. Yeah, like that. Like the whole story with that Montana game is it. <laughs> they hired EA to basically do a ripoff of John Madden football. You know, so it's like it's very John Madden like. Whereas the later Joe Montana's took a completely different turn and like became a different type of game. Yeah, uh, and, and that was a good choice because it gave you something to like 
I like this more than this kind of thing, as opposed right. to just like a shittier version of this other thing. Yeah, but yeah, but it's not a bad game at all. And at the time when you had so many limited options, uh, and and Madden Football, I don't think was on Genesis at all yet. Uh, it's it's pretty good because yeah, the first Madden was '92, I think, on on Genesis. I'm pretty sure. Otherwise, it would be fully highlighted here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You would think, anyways. Um, they're probably they're probably trying that you know they do they even have any other than ads they have do they have any well there were there really weren't any third like, that's something I've always kind of wondered like, they're really I, I don't really understand the like did, did they even have third party games really until EA came onto the scene with Genesis like I feel like everything is somehow it's either developed well, or distributed by Genesis by Sega you know they don't really have third parties until Sega until and even once EA comes into the the fucking landscape. It's not like there were a billion oh, yeah, developers. I think you, you, know? I, I, you may be right. I mean, cause yeah. yeah, that's what they do. I mean, it's still now. I mean, that's what they do in partnerships yeah. and everything, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. curious to see. That's one of the things I kind of, you know, I, I have these like things I want to learn more about as we do this fucking pod. It's one of the things I'm kind of paying attention to is kind of how the third party system develops them. over time. Yeah. How does that? Yeah. Work? After that, we have game gossip. And it is a couple pages of Sega News, and they excitedly start with their signing of Joe Montana, speaking of, as a licensee, the biggest deal ever at the time, a five-year, $1.7 million deal, which is fucking dough in 1990. And yeah, especially for the, for the, 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 I don't know what Joe Montana's fucking football contract would have been, but I bet it was like... It was not like the contracts today, whereas like today you're like, oh, that's just some nice little extra money. Yeah, it was like, like back fun, then it was probably that's, like that's a, that's a roster bonus uh today right. yeah but no it's fucking it's yeah that that i mean you know a couple a million a few, million, a few million dollars is like how much you make for a a, a handful of years in nfl football yeah. at the time uh, i don't have the exact math but i know it was about that so 1.7 just to be on a video game cover is a lot of fucking dough for sure yeah. Especially if you, <laughs> I mean, granted that's three years prior, and you know money moves fast. But 1987, Tyson got 50 grand to be on the cover of fucking Mike Tyson. Right? Out. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Tyson got way so, less than that. But that's so that's old thing too. Like, that, that that's worth you know. Joe Montana is a multiple time Super Bowl champion when sure. he signs this deal. Tyson hadn't even gotten a belt when he signed that deal. So that's true. That was like pre, and then he became right. yeah, yeah. So it would have been very different. Had it been like him, like right at the height before right. Buster Douglas time. You know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, a, uh, well, they, they, they wedged some paid editorial placement from Seismic in here as well for those shitty Super Hydlide and Air Diver games <laughs> we've seen the ad for. So, that's in here as well. And then we have a call to action for reader feedback and suggestions on the next page. And five random senders will get free t shirts. That's fun. And then we have a full pager for a Sega initiative uh, that where they're imploring you to graduate to Genesis and Sega will do the honors. And this is pretty cool, dude. Did you really parse this? Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty wild. So if you mail them a proof of purchase for a Genesis, so you buy Genesis and you get to cut the little thing out again, I bet on the box it has the little scissors. <laughs> Even though you have to destroy your box, which is crazy. <laughs> As a kid, anyway, you weren't caring at the time. I, yeah, I no, the box was definitely not, yeah. Not saving that shit. Although I do, I think I did save my cord. I was, I'm a weird. I was. A weird oh, yeah, yeah. I saved my Genesis core box. I remember for quite a while. I remember having okay. that baby. Fair. I think we actually. Now that I say that, pretty sure when I got my Nintendo, like those boxes were in the closet for a while because, like, in case they needed to be put away for whatever reason, I got like lost. <laughs> if you're ever putting your NES away, they right, got yeah. they got packed up and put them in, put them yeah. in that box. Right. Right. 
So yeah, so if you mail them a proof of purchase for an actual console purchase, you can choose between one of three free offers that they're giving you in exchange. You can get a power-based converter, which is the thing that allows you to play SMS games, which is, Ooh. I think, uh, I want to say, it's like 40 bucks if I recall. I was looking in here, uh, something like that. So, you know, around the price of a game, basically. And you can also choose a one free Genesis game. And the options for this are Space Harrier 2, Super Thunder Blade, Thunder Force 2, Last Battle, Zoom, Truxton, and Super Hang-On. So okay. there's not like okay. heat heat in there, but... There's, some, there's a there's game some you can definitely, you yeah, can definitely choose a, game a fun game. Right, especially for free. You know, that, yeah. Yeah, you're down for that. So they all, And then the other option is two free SMS games. Out of Global Defense, Miracle Warriors, Afterburner, R-Type, Vigilance, and Space Harrier. So, again, for by SMS standards, actually, some of that is kind of heat uh, for for the SMS offering. So, not you know, not nothing at all. You know, I, I was really impressed by this, and you don't even have to pay the shipping. Like this is the kind of thing where you usually see like all you have to pay is shipping and handling. Yeah. You even got to pay that. You just you know ma- you know what's really cool. So like wait, so you what do you have to send them? Just the purchase of the games? Just the, just the proof of purchase. No, proof of purchase of the Genesis console. Of the Genesis. So let's say you're let's say you're me, right? Like I did not have let's say I didn't have an SMS, right? Like so all I'm doing is I have my Atari and instead of the NES, my parents just got me a Genesis, you know. I could do this and get that power base converter and then all of a sudden I can play now next gen Genesis games, which is great. But if I was like caring about the SMS games, I could play all those too. So that's that's yeah. pretty pretty cool. Deal. No, I mean, yeah, that yeah, that was a, you know, a huge. Yeah, you know, that was like, I mean, Nintendo was fucking reign supreme at this time. So you know, if they sure, sure, sure. That's, that's why they didn't do it. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was one of the, that was one of the big things. Like that was again, they're pushing SMS games. So like, who cares? Because it's so sh- much shittier. But like, that was one of their like core marketing angles you know was like look you get two systems of games if you buy this thing you know and, and as long as you get the 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 converter too so yeah i mean that, that was a big part of their initial marketing push was that you had that option available to you now and that you know it's mm-hmm. the funny like all most of those like afterburner like all those games for the most part got 16-bit iterations so like I mean, I guess maybe they're not all out yet. So, and, and yeah. if you, it's more applicable. It's not like, you know, you, you describe that as like, oh, I don't have this stuff. I can go start buying SMS games. But I, I but think they, I think they at least know, didn't. Really. Yeah. What's that? I said, but would, would, would I though? I mean, I could. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, chances are you're not going to do that. I think yeah. even they had the self-awareness that like the, 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 the main target of that was existing SMS users not losing their libraries or their, their libraries not becoming obsolete, you know? So mm-hmm. that's certainly, I mean, it goes without saying that that's, that's a still a cool thing because, you know, like you, you talk about commando on the Atari, like, you know, that's terrible compared to everything else available, but <laughs> you would have lashed yourself emotionally onto that and would have wanted to be able to keep playing it. Even if it is inferior to yeah. the other things that you had, Lying around the house too. Like, give so. me, give me the next game. But can I keep playing Commando? That's right. Amazing, you know? Right. So you know that, that plenty of merit there. It, it, like I said, just the fact that uh, it just, I, it just surprised me the level of uh, that. That's like that's a really good giveaway. And like you know, you, so you know, think about like the full thing available to you here. So you buy Genesis for one eighty nine at Toys R Us. They give you Altered Beast two. You go home. Sweet. You can mail this in. Get another game. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. Uh, so that you know that's. 
I'll take it. You know, if, if, yeah. if like I said, like I'm if I if I have my Atari magazine, I'm not getting that deal. This is a sweet, sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm yeah, a Sega yeah. fan at the time, this is I'm even yeah. more so like, yeah, yeah, let's go Sega, yeah. let's do this. I'm along for the ride. And you can take that to mom and dad and really sell them on the economics of it because they're not they're not grasping the gameplay portion of this at all. So like sell them on the money aspect. Like you buy this, I want it to bug you for a game for a while. You know if you can actually yeah. like I I love the idea that 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 warms my little fucking cold dead heart. The idea of a kid sitting in his room with this magazine like okay. Here's the here's the fucking flowchart. Right? <laughs> like okay. literally writing it down and like get, getting the pitch together on a piece of fucking notebook paper in their bedroom. Like okay, so I'm gonna go out there. So like I understand 189. I know 189 is a lot of money, a lot of money. But okay, so we get that. <laughs> <laughs> so we get that. We go to Toys R Us. They're gonna give us the Ultra Beast. So like I don't think you know I'll have a game. You're gonna buy a game, and then I go home. I got this thing here. I can get another game. So we can go. You know whatever. What's 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 the next holiday? Like you know I'm still gonna bug you then, but. For the sake of argument right now, we can say that I don't need a game on that holiday because I have this on the <laughs> You know, like, I just love the idea of a kid sitting down and, like, seeing, like, seeing the Matrix and then employing all the tools available to them to make the sales pitch to the parents to, to acquire this new piece of technology is, is a really fantastic little thought to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. After that, we have a page pitching sending in your high score snapshots for a section called The High Point. And that precedes coming attractions, which are logically previews of upcoming games. And they just have Moonwalker and Ghostbusters in here, which are actually already out. And they are, I guess that kind of showcases how slow moving shit was back in the analog days. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, fucking, you can call that um, previews when they're actually already on the shelves by the time you read the magazine. And then we have a full pager for KB Toy Stores showcasing a $10 off coupon for any Genesis cart. And that's on the back cover. And we haven't actually seen an ad for KB Toy Stores. I don't no, believe anyways. But I would say this was the Toys R Us, the, the chief Toys R Us competitor in my retail market was was KB Toy Stores. Those were usually in, uh, were they? Yeah, they were in malls. They're right? in they malls. Were actually, yeah, they're yeah. in a mall store. Yeah. But they that is like the one that I think of as being like the other toy store brand. Yeah. They had, they had a big... Big standalone, separate KB uh, near the to- like down the street from the Toys R Us, where I grew up, like on the east side of Columbus, Ohio. So it, yeah. it, it's funny because you know it had a big like castle-y type of theme. Yeah, you exactly, know, it was yeah. very like we never went in it, like because we Toys R Us was the spot you wanted to go to. So like yeah. even seeing this is funny to me that we started off with a big Toys R Us Altered Beast ad, like at very front of the magazine. Yeah, and KB's at the end yeah. of the magazine. You yeah. know what I'm <laughs> it's like, yeah. like it's very just, much real life. Yeah. It's just, you, fuck you, you're not going to be able to afford keeping up with these four Starbucks that are right around your shitty little mom. <laughs> so you just you can't not gonna be able to do it. But keep going. <laughs> go to you, go to you can't go anymore. Yeah. yeah, good fucking luck. So yeah, in here they are offering the same deal, the one eighty nine ninety nine for the system, and this includes Altered Beast as well. So I think did Toys R Us say only in? Hmm, that's worth going back and looking at, right? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Toys R Us lying to us. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, no, it doesn't say only. Okay, it just says you will get it as well. So yeah, so they're doing that same deal. And then the carts featured are Arnie Palmer's Golf, Lasorda Baseball, Revenge of Shinobi, Forgotten Worlds, Ghouls and Ghosts, Mystic Defenders, and Golden Axe. And the I think I'm pretty sure 
Yeah, it's any Genesis card the coupon's for. So I mean, that's that's a nice deal too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you like it? I'll, I'll take it if I have a KB. Go and give me some time, some coupon. So. Right, right. Yeah, and I don't think it it doesn't require that you buy the Genesis yeah. there, right? I mean, you add that to your pitch. I guess there's so. no reason not to. It's not, again, <laughs> then uh, I yeah, get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, add that to your pitch, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no additional incentive to buy your system at Toys R Us and then come to KB for the cartridge. No, it's like just a ten dollar off coupon, so you could just be like, "Oh, sweet. I'm going to KB yeah. for my game." Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's another another fucking sales tool. That's great. So the back cover is featuring very cool dude Niles Nemo telling you how ready for action he is now and that he's that he's read this mag and we are out on Sega Visions issue one. Stage one theme for Slapshot. Not bad. Not a bad ditty. Yep. Great song. One of the better sports titles for SMS as well. Nominations, Jay. What are we going to play from the first issue of Sega Visions Magazine? If this was a turkey dinner, I I would say the the meat on the bone was scarce. With this issue, I mean, we've, we've we've seen so many of these games. We've seen them all before. We've seen them all, you know, and multiple times. And so, I got to go with Truxton. For I mean, do I need to talk about it now? Truxton number one, Zoom number two, because it's Zoom. I mean, it can can we make an episode of Zoom? I don't know, but we'll see. Um, and then third, Cer- would certainly enjoy playing it for the yeah. in the in the attempt to do so. I'll, I'll, we'll definitely have fun for sure. Yeah. And then, of course, Michael Jackson. Um, oddly enough, like, uh, all right, I, I guess Michael Jackson. Let, let's see what's happening. Let's see what's happening. Okay, that's that's, that's all I got, actually. man. Yeah, we. So, the overlap title is the obvious Moonwalker. That's yeah, that was its first appearance, and it's pretty fucking hot, and it'd be super interesting. And uh, you know, there's just so much that we could probably fucking have fun with uh, yes. on the ancillary part of that property. You know what I mean? There's so much IP stuff to have fun with there that it's pretty appealing i think for a game episode i also have ghostbusters for also the same reason uh uh, but you know we talked about there are some shortcomings there and i I can certainly i can certainly hear arguments against it no question and the last one i had was ghouls and ghosts which is kind of like a one a throwback one that just happened to pop into that kb at the very last second before we left you know and interesting i thought you i thought you played through that recently for some reason why did i think you did that Hmm. No, yeah, we've we, hmm. we've we've talked about it before. I mean, yeah, that that's always in those the big Genesis ads. It's one of their yeah, their early title that. staples, you know, early early library staples. So we've we've seen it, we've talked about it, and yeah, I, I still like I still like the appeal of the full circle of have that Ghosts and Goblins first game episode I did with Jab and like yeah, I always think that. of that one. Like whenever we talk about this, I think of that. 
even though yeah, you know, <laughs> not, yeah completely not the different. same. Thank yeah. If it were the same game, I would certainly not be sitting here talking about it again. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to play that game ever again. But yeah, this one it's it's got a good reputation, and you know my problems with that first one were not the type of game it was or like the, the theme or anything. It was all fun and, and interesting to some degree or, you know, as much as an action platformer can be. Uh, it was just how brutally shitty mm. and difficult it was. <laughs> that was the major <laughs> problem. And I, I, th- I do not know it's this not one want. to have that same problem. So I'm hoping that it's a better experience. Um, okay. So yeah, so those are my three. Zoom is interesting, man. Yeah, but you fucking not like to hear you bring it up. <laughs> He wants to do it. I mean, fuck. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's, I, it would be such a struggle to get game up. Like, would it be like Dig Dug Two, where like you know, there's like it would be. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We, we sit and we talk talk how are we gonna do it? Like, we stuff. just did it. Like, fucking. I mean, I guess that's a year ago now. Time flies, but At we least. have done it. Feels it. like it's it was longer impossible. ago than that. <laughs> Even though What's that? Right. So I was like, was it though? It feels like it was longer ago than that. I don't know. It feels like forever we did that. It was the last it was the last episode of, of twenty twenty. That was our okay. Christmas time episode. Uh yeah, man, that's a very good Miyagi, no squeakies right now. We're not squeaking <laughs> shit during podcast recording. That's not what we're doing. Different activity right now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. So hmm. how do you feel about that? I could hear arguments for the ghosts. I mean, I could, I could, I could, I could see that maybe. Really, don't want to do Ghostbusters though. Okay, yeah, I feel, I feel that, I feel that. I'm not gonna push, I'm not gonna push hard on Ghostbusters. Uh, Duke, you're the culprit with the, the squeaky. No, no squeaky. Yeah, man. I mean, I would be totally cool with with Moonwalker, Ghouls and Ghosts, or Zoom. Uh, any of those <laughs> are totally fine for me. Which one's the most like like I said, Moonwalker is like, you know it's the it's like the the triple A title that like of course that one. But are we gonna get almost... into it and like And you know what? We just did Revenge of Shinobi. And we that did. is very similar to Moonwalker, I think. And I feel I felt like move wise it was kind of similar to it like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean it's just it's it, you know, it's that it is Sprite Moon, you know. Yeah, big sprites, it means side scrolling, action fucking beat him up kind of deal like that is yeah. very similar in format so that's a pretty good argument against that uh ghouls and ghosts is a side-scrolling action platformer but it's it's not it's not but it's not like it's, a, it's it's a shoot it's more of a shooter you know than yeah than a, a beat em up i i think so you get some variance there and zoom is obviously completely different so maybe maybe you know and we're going to see moonwalker again so i'm not i don't fear not playing that um or having the opportunity at least to talk about it later Although, I mean, that could be that could be stated about ghouls and ghosts and fucking Zoom as well, because those those just do not go away. They have not like that's like that early title thing. They just will not stop um, pimping out. So it'd be nice to vary the gameplay a bit with Zoom. I would say that to switch it up to something completely different. I mean, we got our Final Fantasy side quest RPG going. We just got through with a side scrolling type of shinobi situation okay, and we can nice play we can fucking jump on and play zoom dude if you i you, you you're, you're pushing it i i okay <laughs> I, i'll do zoom you want to do zoom i'll do zoom let's do it we'll just, zoom we'll zoom, zoom. Right. come on boy yeah let's do it it'll allow me to fucking hear that eight billion times over the next few weeks and that'll be great <laughs> okay so we're playing zoom next and then we are on to game pro issue 11 in the mag timeline 
And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided whatever dumbass company that stirs up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whatever platform you do listen to us on. If you enjoy our nonsense, or even if you don't, whatever. The website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash isohpod. You can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page. Interact with us on the Instagram, bullshit on the subreddit, talk to us about the gameplay videos on the YouTube. The links to all those will be in the show notes, as we always do. We do not have a Patreon, but if you like giving money to things podcasters tell you to and would like to do so at our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that is cool as fuck. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. There are t-shirts on the website. They're dope. I'm wearing one right now. The proceeds on those after pod expenses go to Able Gamers as well. Jay, what are your socials? Uh, gentleman jb without the second e that is my gamer tag you can find me on xbox oculus switch all the places etc <laughs> etc et and i am josh at josh Fallen on twitter uh, at my shift key is broke on instagram and that is my oculus tag as well and i think you know i think i need to change my xbox to that as well can i change my xbox if not i'll put it yeah you can I'll, I'll put in a yeah. ticket with you if not but I look like customer service. Come on. <laughs> you you got to know the guy. You got to know the guy, right? You got to know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Word. Okay, bye.